0: Good evening, wrestling fans, and welcome to the Wrestle
1: Talk Podcast.
0: For the next two hours, we will bring you the latest pro wrestling news, in-depth analysis of all your favorite promotions from across the globe, and much, much more. We will also bring you exclusive interviews with the greatest professional wrestling personalities on the local, national, and international levels. If you want to follow the Wrestle Talk Podcast, check us out online at
1: www.wrestletalkpodcast.com. You can also follow
0: us on Facebook,
1: Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram. And now, it's time for the reigning, defending... Undisputed leader in pro wrestling podcast, the
0: Wrestle Talk Podcast. Good evening, Good evening ladies and gentlemen, welcome and, welcome and welcome to the, wrestle talk, the wrestle talk Podcast for the next.
2: right here on social media, also wrestletalkpodcast.com. Um, of course, I am Luke Roberts, and tonight we're going to have a great episode of the thought Podcast. And I gotta tell you right now, it's so much uh so much going on here tonight on the Thought Podcast. We're gonna go ahead real quick, just make sure we've covered everything, make sure we covered all the bases and whatnot. I'm gonna bring in of course my good friend, my colleague, and of course one of the founding members, one of the backbones, if you will, of the Russell thought Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, let's bring him in the one, the only, the night owl, Renee Martinez. Renee, how are you doing tonight? que pasa que
3: pasa que pasa loyal members of the wrestle talk family skywalker how great it is to be in front of our family the wrestle talk family once again here for episode and i don't know if you guys can see it here over my left shoulder episode 409 of the wtp baby Bro, I am excited. I am ready. I've got me some nice vibrations going. I'm about to load
2: that Wrestle Talk podcast mug up, Skywalker. How the hell are you doing? I'm doing wonderful, Renee. And again, tonight as we're sitting here getting ready for episode 409, and again, look at that wonderful Wrestle Talk podcast mug. If you want to purchase one for your very own to keep those wonderful beverages cold, uh, Renee, just to just to clarify here, as we kind of do each and every week, I know our our wonderful team uh, behind the scenes has been documenting it. I know it keeps our beverages cold, but I heard something saying it was somewhere near, uh, I think it said it was 21, 22% colder if it's in a Wrestle Talk podcast mode. Okay,
3: the last time we did some investigative research, how much prettier it is when it's full. You see that? Yep. Actually make out all the letters. 17.5%. The members of the Wrestle Talk family, whom we love dearly, are arguing that it might be more, but yes, verified to be 17.5% more delicious. And it doesn't matter if it's water, if it's juice, if it's coffee, if it's an ice cream float, 17.5%. It's been scientifically proven. Don't worry about doing the research. We already did it for you. But absolutely, Skywalker. That's what it's all about because, you know, at the end of the day, pro wrestling, good times. It all ties together. It's all part of the same deal. And that's exactly what we're here to do on the Wrestle Talk Podcast. And on that note...
2: <laughs> Renee, I got to tell you right now, tonight's episode has got me so fired up. I mean, we're going to be going literally across the coast of North America here tonight. We're going to have Jeff Manning on in a little under 30 minutes talking about all the things world pro wrestling. And then we're going to have our good friend from out in Quebec. G.A. is going to be joining us as well here on the program tonight. We're also going to have snippets of truth. We're going to have the FWWC. We're going to have it all right here tonight on the Talk podcast. And like you talked about, Renee, it's, it's going to be happening soon. The last week of September... And we're going to talk a little more about CAC as well tonight. We got a lot of great things to talk about, but you know, something we talk about each and every week, and we've got to, we, we got to make sure before I think tonight, before we get the national anthem going, I think we need to make sure we acknowledge all of the great sponsors of the Wrestle Talk podcast because this is 409 episodes of the Wrestle Talk podcast, and when you have sponsors like Royal Mills Transportation out of Kansas City, one of the best transportation companies in all the world. Rathbun Engraving, the ones that make those great WrestleTalk podcast mug. The Mobile uh, Nobleman's Barber uh, Lounge, KC, Asked for Pete the Barber. Kingcade Arcade at the Oak Park Mall, Everything Combat with Pat Militich and Jeffrey Wilson, Jay Hollywood who's already in the house tonight, Interstate 70 Sports Media with our good friend the maestro Jeremy Carp and the world's premier wrestling fantasy wrestling group, the FWWC, who we're going to hear from here tonight and you can also check them every Thursday night at 7:30 right here through all the Great Wrestle Top podcast media outlets. Night Owl, I got to tell you, without the sponsors and without the viewers, the Wrestle Talk podcast doesn't keep going on and bringing such great guests like we've got tonight.
3: Well, there's no question about it. And let me just remind everybody that we are on the heels of a huge pro wrestling weekend. So if you want to participate, you can shoot, shoot me a direct message. You can message the Wrestle Talk podcast. Uh, social media platforms. Uh, you can hit us up on our personal pages. Um, however it is that you want to try to get a hold of us, if you want to come on, we can just shoot you a link and you can come on, especially since NWA 74 was in good old St. Louis. Da, 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 right? So if you guys, especially in the Midwest, want to participate in that conversation when we get there, make sure you get in the queue now, because it is most definitely first come, first come, First serve right
2: here on the Wrestle Talk podcast. Right, Skywalker? That's true, Renee. And I got to tell you right now, we're already getting some messages here in the comments here tonight from new viewers of the Wrestle Talk podcast. If you're enjoying the Wrestle Talk podcast, make it a point to share it with your friends, family, co workers, you name it. Share the Wrestle Talk podcast because we bring the best in professional wrestling each and every week right here. 409 episodes going strong here on the Wrestle Talk podcast. And Night Al, I got to tell you, I think it's time for something that's very important to the Top podcast each and every week. So it, it's time, like I said, and I got to tell you before I go into that. I'm really digging your hat. Is that a new hat, by the way?
3: Yeah, you like that, Ben? We got the Kansas City Chiefs energy, baby, just about a week away uh, from, from, you know, starting the NFL season. It's got a got a little bit of a throwback to, uh, you know, Dia de los Muertos, a little bit of that Lucha energy. And if you look really closely, it's got the Kansas City Chiefs logo right in the middle of it. And And by the way, great question. I also want to make it clear. If you happen to be in one of the private groups watching this broadcast, if you go back up uh, top of the video, click see more. There's this little disclaimer and you just have to uh, hit hit it and then click I give permission. And that way we can actually see who you are instead of us having to read Facebook user. Either way, we appreciate the love. We especially appreciate the shares. Those, those hit us right here. But if you want to show yourself, you want us to know who you are and for us to give you the love that you deserve, just hit that link, hit approve. That way StreamYard can read you and we'll be able to see who your profile is. On that note, Ladies and gentlemen, the time has arrived, and my flag went missing behind the desk here somewhere, so you guys will have to forgive me, um, but there's a tradition here on the Wrestle Talk podcast that's been going for a long, long time, and in this tradition, we ask everybody to respectfully remove their caps, place their hands over their hearts as we pay homage to the greatest country on God's green earth, and that's America, damn it! Okay, I, I, I want everybody to know. I want, I want everybody to know that I have been advised by my doctors that I need to not leave my headphones on when that's playing. It is causing significant damage to my ears. So I apologize. I'm listening still. I
2: just can't continue to take the abuse. Well, Renee, I got to tell you right now, we're going to jump into high spots here in just a second, but I do want to go ahead. I got to throw a couple things out here real quick. Uh, first of all, the world of professional wrestling uh, lost two outstanding individuals over the course of this past week. One of them uh, is very well known by a lot of people throughout the professional wrestling world, and that was former NWA President Howard Brody uh, passing away this past weekend. and um, had an opportunity to read several posts about him. Uh, Sheldon Goldberg, our good friend, uh, and also is going to be attending the CAC in the upcoming weeks, uh, had a really great piece about him. Also, SlamWrestling.net also had a great piece about uh, the life of Howard Brody, uh, great professional wrestling uh, personality. Uh, another one, which kind of kind of a unique story here. Um, as you know, Nida, I've been around professional wrestling a long time, a lot more years than I want to admit. Uh, but I remember back the first time I ever bought a pair of professional wrestling boots. And I would be remiss um, if I didn't mention the name Bill Ash. A lot of people don't know who Bill Ash is, but for many, many years, a uh, great professional wrestling in-ring competitor, but also known for his great boot work. Um, he, he was a phenomenal man. Um, one of my good friends, the All-American Johnny Jett, a uh, name well-known here in the St. Louis area, uh, had made a, a real uh, heartfelt post about uh, his passing as well. Both of these men have had uh, a lot of impact in the world of professional wrestling and uh, they were both uh, passed away in this past week. Also uh, want to give a, a shout out and uh, a get well soon to the Irish devil, Doug O'Shea. Uh, my understanding is he had some more health issues over the past week. Um, my understanding also is he was released last uh, late yesterday uh, to convalesce at home. Um, from what we understand, I believe it was an, a stroke uh, related to uh, some neurological issues that he had had uh, from his career. Uh, get well soon, Doug O'Shea. Had a lot of great contests with him and, and want to see him get well real soon.
0: Uh, on hey, a positive note.
3: Hold on. Okay, no, problem. I, no I, I love how you kind of took that left turn. That's more my thing. Uh, <laughs> but, but I'm prepared because... When we start talking about and you know, I was watching NWA 74. I'm I'm like about five minutes away from finishing the main event. I I do already know who wins, but I wanted to watch it just because I'm such a fan of the product. Um, They did this amazing thing where they paid homage to everybody that we've lost over the last year. And the list was longer than I expected. So for that reason, and I, I don't remember the names, I didn't copy them or write them down, but you mentioned a couple of guys. Now I know for those who saw NWA 74 on television, um, they'll know who I was talking about. I mean, some of those people included Razor Ramon amongst others. I think it's only appropriate for us to play the 10 bell salute. What do you think?
2: I definitely would agree with you, Renee. I mean, again, there's a lot of people who have left us over the course of the past year. And, um, I think I agree hundred percent with you on that. So if, if, if we've got that available, I think it'd be only fitting to pay homage to all those that have passed away over the course of the past year with a 10 bell salute here tonight on the Russell top podcast.
3: Let's go ahead and do it.
2: We have it well you know night al again when it comes to the world of professional wrestling i mean we it seems like we've been losing more and more professional wrestlers over the course of the past couple of years and then again um having to add howard brody and bill ash to that list don't want to don't want to have to continue adding the names to those that have gone on before us but again to give our respects to them i, I think that was a very important part of the wrestle talk podcast and i want to shift gears one more time make another left turn as you say Got to give a shout-out to our boy, Big Sexy Chris Rodell. Birthday yesterday.
3: Happy
1: birthday <laughs> to you. <laughs>
3: we love, love you, Big Sexy. We know hey. today's a particularly tough day for him immediately after his birthday. We want you to know, Rodell, that we're going to celebrate you not just on your birthday, but every single day that you are a part, not only of the Wrestle Talk podcast, but a part of the pro wrestling community and a part of our lives.
2: We love you and appreciate you, brother. God bless. All right. Well, Night Owl, I mean, again, we've taken care of a lot of business already, but you made reference to it. A big week in the world of professional wrestling. You got NWA 74. You've got AEW. You've got WWE. You've got ROH. You've got NXT. Not for much longer. NXT UK. Lots of great with Impact Wrestling, MLW. We could talk about wrestling all night, but let's go ahead and hit that music and start talking about some of the great. High spot segment right here tonight on the Wrestle Talk podcast.
1: My check, my check. Yeah.
0: All right, all right. WrestleTalk Podcast. DJ Money. Yeah. Come to high spots, go with pop news like clear shots. we talk shop, coming through the screen with a laptop, and non-stop like a runner speed the a flag. Uh, we hit hard by cat shots and backdrops, Like a clock flash, like a belly flop now that's hard. We got the steam while they stay slow. Wrestle talk podcast. Now they know we about to start the show. Uh.
3: All right, Skywalker, you know what to do, baby. It is high spots time here on the WrestleTalk Podcast. And, bro, we have some intriguing topics that we're going to cover. You guys heard we've already gone over it to a certain extent. But, man, the story of the weekend, outside of what I did locally, I was very blessed to work for XWE. Had an absolutely fantastic time. Journey Pro was in action. Trailblazer Pro was in action in my area, Skywalker, I'm sure your weekend was equally as busy. I know Anarchy's been busy. I know we got Dino Pro right around the corner, but all that sadly pales in comparison to what could be the biggest pro wrestling event in recent history in the Midwest, and that is NWA 74. Here's the high spots topic. I'll let you tackle it first. At NWA 74, sorry if we're giving you guys a spoiler here, it was announced that NWA 75 will once again be held in St. Louis. Is the Chase the best venue for NWA 75? If not, where should it be? It was your question. I'll give you the opportunity
2: to answer it first, bro. What do you got? Well, you know, honestly, we had the meeting to get these all together, and I really was hoping you were going to go first because this is a really an interesting uh, a question because the last two years, NWA 73 and NWA 74, have made their return to, to the chase, to the Coruscant Room. And a lot of people, I don't want to say we're surprised that they made the announcement right, at, right away and saying NWA 75 would return to one of the meccas of professional wrestling. But... I gotta I, I gotta wonder, and again, just 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 hear me out here a minute. If you look at the WWE, and again, I know two different brands, two different promotions, you don't see a lot of repeat business to a particular city, one right after the other. And for the NWA to make that kind of announcement a year out. To bring and again, it's not just oh, it's NWA '94. No, it's NWA '75. Acknowledging the the 75 years of the NWA. I got to tell you right now, personally, yes, I think the NWA made the right choice. But I know there are going to be some people and 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 Big Sexy just brought one up here. Uh, some people might say Atlanta. Some people might have said visiting the idea of maybe Kansas City. Uh, the idea of maybe making a journey down to, uh, maybe down to Texas, um, maybe back in the Carolinas, or they can go back several years ago, maybe going back to Nashville after the Ric Flair's last match and filling up the Municipal Auditorium. Um, I'm going to be kind of selfish here and say, I think they did make the right choice to bring such a landmark event back to the St. Louis area and back to the course Center.
3: Man, that is a strong take. And you know what? It is not an unexpected take, Skywalker, because selfishly, if it's in your hometown, you're going to be more likely to have the opportunity to go. Okay. And in the words of Jay Hollywood, he kind of took the words out of my mouth. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. It's the NWA and it's St. Louis. Now, I will not disagree, but I will play devil's advocate here. Okay. Because Corrigan clearly has an urge. to grow this product to a point where it can return to its former prominence. And you can't do that unless you do what Uncle Bob says, Skywalker. Do you know what Uncle Bob says? You got to do the drives. You got to do the drives. And if they keep milking that same well, they may miss on the opportunity to capitalize on the momentum that the NWA has going right now. You take uh, an example, and we're going to be talking to our friend uh, G.A. a little bit uh, later on in the evening um, you got to be willing to come out of your comfort zone and go somewhere where it may not necessarily be an ideal place because you have to expose your product to more and more people. The St. Louis wrestling fan base is established. The, 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 there are certain cities where it's not hard to reach your attendance goal, but if you really want to come out of your comfort zone and expand the product, you're going to have to expand your reach and, again come out of that comfort zone so for me it would have been real easy for them to do atlanta because that's kind of the home country but what about houston okay what about nashville okay uh what about somewhere in kentucky i mean everybody knows about the bluegrass brawlers okay the fact that they're doing the st louis already to me they deserve a feather in their cap because they could have just stuck down in the southeast which is you know nwa country so to speak but To go back to St. Louis, you're not necessarily making a mistake. But at the same time, you may be missing an opportunity to grow the product and to expand its reach by, again, for the third time, coming out of your comfort zone. That's just me playing devil's advocate. Absolutely nothing wrong with doing it in St. Louis, except you may just be missing out on that opportunity. That's all I'm saying.
2: Well, I mean, I got to look at it this way. And again, I I bring it up. A lot of people have been bringing it up in the comments. And again, please continue to bring those comments. Those comments have been awesome thus far tonight. You know, thinking about it, our two guests tonight, Jeff Manning, G.A. Watt. Both of those areas do have a uh, a, a nice tie to the NWA as well. Now, a lot of people will say, uh, well, how does the NWA connect to uh wrestling portland had a great as they had a great wrestling heritage uh they do have a pretty strong connection to the nwa you could also look maybe at the area of toronto montreal uh again not necessarily some may not say the nwa but again you've got uh promoters like the rue joe's back in the day Uh, another one pops up into my brain is the idea of maybe going to florida thinking about championship wrestling from florida and going back maybe to the texas armory or the uh the Tampa Armory. Dallas-Fort
3: Worth, man. Come on, bro. Freebird country. What's wrong with that?
2: We got a lot of places that we could wind up going to. But, I mean, again, right now, it's one of those – it's one of the big things. I got to tell you, from what I understand, it was a great two-day event. A little bit of a spoiler here just to let you know. I want to give a shout-out to my good friends, Camaro Jackson and Mike Outlaw, who were a part of that uh, – Tootie Lynn Ramsey as well. Uh, All three of them competing on the NWA event. Um, Mike Outlaw, Camaro Jackson within an eyelash of becoming the brand new NWA United States Tag Team Champions. And I got to tell you, it was a great weekend. And we had Trevor Murdoch. We had Nick Aldis. We had Flip Gordon. uh, You had Bully Ray. I mean, I could go on for hours on the the great wrestling action that took place. And then they have Velvet Sky on commentary. I think she did an absolutely phenomenal job. I got to tell you right now, I think the NWA commentary team has really grown into one of the best commentary teams in in pro wrestling. I mean, you've got Tim Storm, former NWA world champion, uh, had an opportunity to – our good friend uh, Tom Simon uh, has had a lot of dealings with him and seen a lot of his in-ring work. I think Velvet Sky is grossly underrated in the world of commentary and also got to give a shout out to uh, Joe Galley from my understanding is a part of NWA 74 proposing to his girlfriend live at the event. I got to tell
3: you, I'm going to say that this is wrestle talk. So I'm just going to say that was a bit awkward. (laughs) It was a little awkward because you were expecting her to be like, like overwhelmed or, you know, like super excited. But then I remembered that uh, Joey had said that she was a second grade teacher. So when you teach this, you know, and some of us may be able to relate to that a little bit. uh, (laughs) Once you deal with second and third and fourth graders, there's nothing in life that really surprises you. It's hard to catch you, uh, you know, uh, off guard. You know, when you're dealing with kids of that age, bro, (laughs) it's got to be pretty hard to get your your blood pumping, man, because every moment's got to be like living on the edge when you're watching second graders. I mean, I'm just saying, but it was a beautiful moment. It was a, it was a beautiful moment. Nonetheless.
2: Well, I got to tell you right now, night out and you and I have had a lot of conversations, man. There's been a lot of things that have been living, living on the edge, so to speak. And I got to tell you, I want to throw one more question out here before we move on to our first guest. And I know Jeff Manning is going to be joining us here in just a couple minutes. Make sure if you have questions for Jeff Manning, throw them here in the chat and we'll make sure we get those to him throughout the interview uh let's let's switch gears for a minute to WWE mm. and another one that was really kind of a an edgy situation oh I let's got a see. graphic for this is it what I think it is uh go ahead and throw up the graphic I think you got it right on the point here but let's go ahead and throw up the graphic and see what we got
3: okay give me just a second I'm gonna go ahead and pull it up here I will throw the question up first and then we'll go ahead and get to the graphic here shortly thereafter because I think We're talking about living on the edge and we're talking about being controversial. Well, there's no question that the E as many of you guys refer to it is living on the edge in particular, when it comes to some of their adult oriented content. And again, I do have an image that I would like to share with the faithful fans of the wrestle talk podcast. You guys will just, um, amuse me here and take a look at your screens this is just a snippet of what we heard (laughs) in that alleged off um off script interview post interview between Seth Rollins I'm sorry I lost the image I keep having an issue with it but I think you guys had enough time to read it more or less it came down to this the interview was over Seth Rollins and Matt Riddle, now again, Matt Riddle, Two names, had an Matt exchange, Riddle. right? Yeah, he, he, they had an exchange and it went as follows. Seth Rollins says, well, if you guys probably heard during the interview, Riddle makes some reference to the only man in Seth Rollins' family being Becky Lynch. Seth Rollins took personal offense to that and responded by saying, oh, let's talk about family. Oh, wait, you ain't got one because your wife divorced you and took the kids and they don't want to see your bitch ass anymore. And that—that that is verbatim. I am not playing with the context of that, of that, that quote. So, Skywalker, you're reading the question on the bottom of the screen the way that I am. Is the world actually ready for more attitude era esque contest? From the biggest organization in the world. Because we're seeing it everywhere else. We're seeing the middle fingers in AEW. We've been seeing it for a while in New Japan Pro Wrestling. But now it has come to the doorsteps of the big dog. And the question again. Is the world ready for a more uncensored wrestling
2: product? Skywalker, give it to us. Well, here's my thoughts, Renee. First of all, that's one of the things that makes the Top Podcast so unique. Is the idea. We didn't sugarcoat anything. When it came down to it, it was one of those where that was a verbatim commentary from Monday Night Raw last night. If you were to go on YouTube, you were to go and watch your DDRs or watch on demand, you would see what took place. And i got to tell you right now, I've had a lot of dealings in pro wrestling. We already had a lot of issues with Matt Riddle and Seth Rollins. But I think last night took this particular rivalry – to a place that really professional wrestling has not been in quite a while. I don't know, me personally, Seth Rollins is a great professional wrestler. So is Matt Riddle.
3: And even that is an understatement about Seth Rollins, by the way.
2: But but as you look at it, I think, and this is something I've said for many, many years, you don't talk about a man's family When you get into the world of professional wrestling. And thank you for joining us, Herb, by the way. But when you start talking about a man's family. I can get the jab that Matt Riddle took. But when you go and you cross that line. I'm going to tell you right now. Seth Rollins may be phenomenal in the ring. Not taking it as a jab at AJ Styles. But I'm going to tell you right now. Clash at the Castle this Saturday night. Over in the UK, this matchup has the potential to be one of the most violent, brutal matches we have seen in a long time. Personally, I don't think making comments about a very public breakup is is the way to go. But I think the WWE, and I'm just going to say it right now, I think the WWE needs something like this to shake it up. Because for years, it has been almost stagnant. And now you're seeing more cutting edge television. And as right now there's only so much that you can take and that's that's my stand. I'm not going to jump off my soapbox here for a minute. Right now
3: well, I've got quite a bit to say about this, and I know the people in the chat room are already losing their minds. I'm here for Jeff Manning. Give me the guy in the crazy suits. Listen, he's going to be with us. He's already in the waiting room. He requested his Perrier and his green M&Ms. We got him taken care of. Trust me, guys. Vegas's new Don will be joining us here in just a matter of moments. And we still got time to hear back from you guys in regards to the high spots topics so far. Okay, so hang with us. Keep having fun and just know that all your favorite interviews are going to be conducted right here on the Talk podcast, just like you guys have come to know and love. Now, with all that out of the way, Ray Leon, right back at you, buddy. Um, I think the world is ready, Skywalker, because in reality, the people that are moving the needle in terms of fans are the 16 to 28 demographic, and your 16 to 28 demographic, which AEW has done a phenomenal job of exposing, is the core audience of professional wrestling today, okay, that has varied, back in the early to mid 80s, it was usually, you know, more small kids or whatever, and then during the attitude era, we saw that kind of jump up, you know, to 25 to 35, and now we're in this like weird 16 to 28, kind of 16 to 26 So they have to have the people in place, right? Everybody loves analytics these days. Football's right around the corner. It makes sense. So they're looking at these analytics and they're saying, we need to curtail our product to these particular types of fans. My question is, are you okay with alienating what got you there? The kids, the parents that take their preteens to the shows, Are we doing a little bit too much? I don't know. And and if it was only the word Skywalker, that would be one thing, okay? That would be one thing. But did you see what they did to Drew McIntyre? Did you see that guy's back, okay? The brutality goes beyond what happens behind the microphone. It is carrying over to what's happening in and outside of the ring. So let me read this uh, comment off of the screen here. And we are just two minutes away, guys, from Jeff Manning, so bear with us. And it's a VR friend our amigo, longtime supporter, Jay Hollywood. And he says, yes, bring it back. But as Kevin Nash recently said on his podcast, there should definitely be a kid-friendly WWE show and a Friday night show for TV 14 plus audience and stop all the three hour, with the three hour Raw, way too much. If you're getting that kind of bag, bro, I don't think they're ever going back to two hours, but I hear what you're saying. They're not gonna give up a third of their earnings because we're and people are still watching it. You talk about all oh, the ratings are down, the ratings are down. Yeah, it's one thing for the ratings to be down for your 30 minute show, <laughs> it's a whole nother thing <laughs> for your ratings to be down for a show that goes three hours. Okay, to sustain a consistent viewership over that long period of time, only sports do that. There are very few movies or TV shows out there that someone will sit and watch from start to finish. Even when you and me, Skywalker, when we're binge watching something on Netflix, you typically watch two, three episodes at a time. You're not gonna watch six, eight, 12 episodes, unless you're snowed in or something like that. WWE is requiring that of us every Monday. And then they come back to us every Friday. They're like, give me two hours. So long story short, do I think the audience is ready? Yes, a large portion of the audience is ready for it. The kids, they're going to have to figure something else out. And I don't necessarily disagree with Kevin Nash. Create programming that is curtailed to the younger fan. And I like that take. I think it's a strong one.
2: You're muted, buddy. You know, technology is great when it cooperates on my end. It really is. Just hit the unmute button. (laughs) Stop blaming the technology. Hey, it's one of those where I'm not going to lie. I didn't hit the button. Okay. But here's your idea. Real simple. And this is another one. I know it's going to open the floodgates, but I'm going to throw it this way. Bring it. Here it is. Are we visiting a time period now of where you trim Raw back to two hours? Because it's running on a post. It's not going to happen. Hold on. Hold on. I'm just throwing another devil's advocate situation here. You move Raw back to two hours. You have SmackDown for two hours. You have AEW Dynamite for two hours. And do you visit the idea? And again, just an idea. Do we come back to Shotgun Saturday night? I don't mind. But you know they have Saturday
3: programming, right? It's called WWE Main Event that nobody watches. (laughs) Nobody. (laughs) All right. Let's stay true to the time, though. Skywalker, Mm -hmm. you're going to go solo screen here. And uh, I love this exchange between the wrestlers and the fans on the thread. Keep it coming, guys. And by the way, nobody likes Ray Leon. I'm I'm, having on pretty good authority. Not even not even his own relatives speak to him anymore. It's just those bums in the empire. But with that said, Skywalker, we're going to move on from this high spots topic because we have a very important guest. Our first featured guest of the evening that is going to be joining us basically right now. So why don't you do us all the pleasure and the honors of introducing this esteemed gentleman?
2: Well, thank you very much, Night Owl. I mean, again, it's our honor and privilege to once again be a welcoming professional wrestling personality promoter. I mean, you name it, he's covered it all throughout the course of this career. Uh, had a very storied run on the uh, West Coast and the Northwest, has now made the journey down to the southern part of the West Coast, a man who I've grown over the course of the past couple of years not only to consider a friend but a mentor when it comes to the world of professional wrestling, a man who took a huge leap in the world of professional wrestling over the past several months since the last time he was on the program. And it's my esteemed honor and privilege to welcome Jeff Manning onto the program. And again, Jeff, I'm going to tell you right now. Can you keep going? I want
4: to hear more kudos, more and more. (laughs) And we got music too, Jeff. We got music too. Let's do it. Let's do it. Hit the music. music
2: stop the music all right well like i said first Wait, of all jeff- before you
4: go anywhere no, i i'm almost out of the barbecue sauce so just letting you know okay. <laughs> but, but uh, you said perrier it says walgreens on the bottle now what the hell does that mean i don't what? believe they make perrier <laughs> come
3: on okay. they, do, no, you they call yourself perrier, the night owl they do they sell perrier because i myself am too and a classy individual such as yourself jeff and i happen to enjoy a bottle of Perrier every once in a while. So, yes, they have it. But it says Walmart on the bottle. I thought you said Walgreens. See, now you're changing your story. Now you're changing hey, your story. Look I'm, I'm, I'm not going there. You shut
4: up. <laughs> if I want your you thing, I'm going to ask him.
2: Okay, well, you're the guest. You do your thing. <laughs> All right, well, well, well Jeff, I, I want to go ahead, but we're going to talk about your, your latest journey in the world of professional wrestling. But I want to go ahead and throw up. I, I know you were uh, looking at the question here. But you're I want to throw, throw the question. up. I'm not going to throw up right now. Not live on camera, man. What's wrong with (laughs) you? That's gross. Well, right now, I want to go ahead and bring the question back up here, the most recent question. And this is one I know that you and I have had discussions about in the past. And and Night Out, can you bring that question back up on the screen? Because I really want to get Jeff's opinion uh, on that last question that we had. Uh, We saw him last evening on the WWE that uh, Seth Rollins kind of took it to another level. And I wanted to ask your opinion, is the world ready for a more uncensored pro wrestling product? And I felt that this would be a good question to kind of start our discussion off tonight.
4: Well, you know, everybody has their own interests in pro wrestling. Some will like it. Some will not like anything else. Personally. Um, I'd like a little more PG, maybe PG 13 at the most. Uh, I still like to see more wrestling unless other stuff. I, I know they're trying to hype the pay-per-views and, and all, all the big shows, but Pro wrestling still is wrestling. Uh, If I'm recalling, and maybe I I misread something, I thought Triple H was saying they're going to have a little more wrestling. The guys have to be able to wrestle. I could have been misreading, but I thought I saw that somewhere online. Um, Is the world ready for more uncensored? Some will be. I think overall it might not be the smartest move, but who am I to judge? I run family shows when I run them, so it's a whole different ballgame. And,
2: and I would agree with you know,
4: to, a, to a certain degree. I mean, again, me personally, the idea of when you
2: start taking real life and, again, professional wrestling has grown to be a part of our lives. I mean, that's just the way it's been. Yeah. When you start taking things like divorce, and from what I understand, uh, the divorce with Matt Riddle was very well publicized um, in a lot of different avenues. You, that's just a, a, an avenue you don't go.
4: Yeah, I mean, if I talked about my wife of 46 years, and even joked about something at a show or on camera somewhere, I'd be getting divorced, just being a divorce. It's just, to me, it's unprofessional keep family out of this crap.
0: Mm-hmm. Talk about
4: the boys, talk about the gals in the ring, talk about stories, talk about what you're doing, but let family be private. And I will stick to that thought forever and ever. And I, I
2: couldn't agree with you any more than that, Jeff. I mean, it's it's one of those things where professional wrestling, there's some lines you don't cross and, you, and I, I think you don't bring that in. But again, that's been a really a hot-button topic here on the Talk Podcast in the comments section here this evening. And, and again, it, we would be remiss if we didn't talk about it. Now, I'm I'm going to kind of turn things here a little bit. And I'm going to tell you right now, you are a very accomplished professional wrestling promoter. You've been around professional wrestling for years upon years. I'm not going to say- rub that
4: in a little bit about my age, okay? Hey, I'm, hey, I'm, I, I know where you're I'm coming from. I'm over 40. From. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs>
2: yeah. That's personal. Cool well well, here, well here's here's my question to you and, and I, I know that you brought it up earlier on when we were in the introduction we had the music and you brought up the uh, poster you are a very accomplished promoter but tonight we're going to take an opportunity here and I know night owl has got some other questions as well but you recently have jumped into a new venture in the world of professional wrestling and I got to tell you right now what you've done over the course of the past several months, it would scare me to death.
4: Well, it didn't help me either. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but, but like I said, my, my question is, and I'm just going to put it out there. You are an accomplished promoter in the Pacific Northwest. You have put on hundreds of events in the world of professional wrestling. Can you give the viewers of the Wrestle Talk podcast a little bit of your thinking? What's behind your, your mind? How to get the wheels got turned to jump into this new business venture that you
4: recently have okay well first of all i'm probably an idiot to have tried this but then again we all do stupid things in the business (laughs) or renee you're supposed to be on my side pal don't
3: (laughs) i just i'm just saying i love i love a man that's in touch with 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 the truth somebody that understands that their labor of love isn't always the smartest thing but we admire for it nonetheless i want you to know that jeff
4: i guess after 25 years of being in the wrestling business i still love it don't get me wrong but i think times have changed on some of the indie scene especially up in this area i'm still working with a company in seattle and occasionally one in denver but i wanted to try something different and why i don't know uh my former business partner and i i won't mention his name that's again not professional he's no longer with us but uh he's he's doing good i hope in life had this idea to do a variety show that had some wrestling elements to it Uh, we talked with a lot of people in vegas it's never been done. Yes. Lucha Vivum has been to Vegas, but it's just a, a wrestling comedy. It's 90% wrestling, 10% burlesque. Um, we thought about doing a sexy type R rated show. And then in talking to people, there are more sexy R rated shows in Vegas and you can possibly see in your lifetime. So we, we toned it down. The show is called don't try this, not don't try this at home. Just don't try this. Um, we had, for example, uh, a lady that shoots crossbows and off, takes items off people's head. Forgive this one; he puts a long stem rose in his crotch, and she gets that she gets that out of his crotch. That she uses a whip, though not the crossbow. But he's holding balloons on his head. He's—I mean, I'm cringing. I'm like literally cringing over here. And then she turns around and does one backwards, and she doesn't with a blindfold on, and she's amazing. We have wow. a guy that sw- swallows swords. Uh, he puts meat hooks in his eyes, and he's lifted up by that. He puts hooks through his nose, and is dragged around. Um, so then we had your your old school. Uh, we had some jugglers, and we had uh, an old grandma character doing a roller board, trying to balance and go way up high. A little bit of everything, and we decide. And of course, we want to have a little bit of pro wrestling in it. But there's a story behind this whole thing. Um, right now, Vegas in my mind is great. You have drinking. You have sex, you have prostitutes, you have gambling, all that stuff. The concept was we're going to have two co-hosts. One wants to keep that the way it is. One wants to become like a lady's sewing circle, you know, where you can do your (laughs) knitting on the streets of Vegas, which would be, of course, very popular. (laughs) And we had non-wrestling acts with some wrestling acts. And and, uh, one of our emcees, his name is Shocker, is a great magician. uh, And his his, uh, co-host... his, his, his name is Bud Bellflower. He works for Rocky Mountain Pro at the moment, still in Denver, but is involved with our show. And they were at each other's throats the whole time. Funny thing with Bud, he had to go home for a day for a wedding. He got a compression fracture in his foot. We had to put him in a wheelchair for the whole show, which we may keep. It actually played pretty well. Um, <laughs> Improvision. There you go. But in the end, we had a battle royal because the, the, the uh, laugh meter or the applause meter, rather, couldn't determine... Which side won? And I don't want to give away the whole show, but there's a young man by the name of Nick Lash out of Empire Wrestling Federation, Jesse Hernandez, who played an amazing character. And we had to give you just a moment. I won't tell you what happened at the end. But he he's a dream, like a make a wish type kid. Dreams come true. We had to change the name. And he comes out with a walker and a hospital gown. This kid's been wrestling for two years. I didn't know he could act this well in addition. It's just amazing. Uh, things don't go well in his match against uh, cam cole out of uh, reality of wrestling cam i know you're watching as you said you would, So i mentioned your name so don't bother me anymore <laughs> but, <laughs> nick goes in his character goes into this he's dragged into this little tent uh because it, it's a magical tent he comes out um a little same height broad shoulders and comes out black now you know a little irreverent because later he comes back out white and everything you know it it, it was that kind of show okay um Please, but why we, I don't know why we did this. It, it's fun. And I will tell you one thing, and I'm going to quickly zip through all the people. because If I don't thank everybody, I'm going to catch hell. It's, it'll be quick. But we had five days to rehearse as a group, the wrestling group, like Caleb Conley from Impact. He was on the group. Um, Ryan Kidd out of San Diego, has been, he's 27, started wrestling at 14. Ricky Mandel, I'll get to the rest of you in a minute. Um, there it is, the poster. Um, you can see the top two guys. The magicians are on the left. The guy with the hooks is on the right. Caleb is on the left. You know, and the, uh, bow, the, the crossbow gals down there in the middle. Um, but they had five days to rehearse, only four as a group. Most shows in Vegas, <clears throat> main shows or smaller shows, will not take anywhere from four to eight weeks, six days a week rehearsing. And this group just gelled. I had to get rid of a couple before the show started that weren't, to, I could just tell they were going to be cancerous to the group but we had an amazing group that gelled and even the people at the Plaza hotel and including the entertainment director, Omar said, what you did in five days is beyond belief. So Uh,
3: Jeff, I'm going to, I'm going to assume you're going to pause there just momentarily to ask you this question because we didn't get an opportunity to get into this during high spots. I see, and I'm looking at the bottom of this poster. I'm sure everyone saw it. It said that this event was hosted at the Plaza hotel. If I'm not mistaken, this is the exact same location where the Cauliflower Alley Club reunion is going to be taking place uh, a little bit less than a month from now. Is that is that accurate?
4: That is accurate. And um, we obviously, it takes a lot of time, <clears throat> pardon me, to find a venue in Las Vegas. It took us about four and a half months. Some people say it takes a year or two. So it's just, we're not going to be going full time yet. Probably we're looking at mid to late October. Okay. So, but it is the same place. Uh, I know Billy Blade does a wrestling show. I'm not sure where he's doing it this year. They will not be at the Plaza. But we were in their main theater that opened in, I think, 1950 with Sammy Davis Jr. as the headliner. Wow. It's, um, we can see it about 400. It has an old school look to it. It is absolutely amazing. Just amazing.
2: Well, I got to tell you right now, I mean, again, when it comes down to this and you- I'm still an idiot.
4: Don't forget that. That's obvious.
2: <laughs> well, I got to tell you right now, Jeff. I mean, again, just looking at the the idea of four and a half months, I mean, a lot of people don't know. And I'm going to kind of pull the curtain back here a little bit. Uh Oh, we've had the opportunity to have several conversations with Jeff and and Jeff. I got to tell you, the 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 hiccups along the way, the road, the the roadblocks, the hurdles that people would call it. You really encountered a lot of them over the course of four months. Was there any point in time that your mindset was, I don't know if we're going to come back from this one?
4: I would say on a regular basis, I kept saying, why the hell am I doing this? My wife says I should retire from everything. But then I remind her if I'm home 24-7, she's going to be pissed. So I got to get out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, you guys see how that know. went for
3: Tom Brady. You saw how that went for Tom Brady. He was retired for three and a half months. And, yeah, nope. I'd good. rather get hit by 300-pound guys. Yeah.
4: That's yeah. What, I mean, <laughs> yeah, sad yeah. but
3: true. Sad so, but true.
4: You know, we, we had moments, but I'm one of those people, for better or worse, And as you know, a lot of people don't like me. Some do. It's irrelevant. I don't like to fail at anything once I get an idea. And I've had some failures in, in 25 years in the business. I'm not going to lie. Um, this one has not been a failure. Like I said, the show was amazing. At the end of the third, uh, we did three shows. After the third, we, I had everybody assembled in the dressing room area backstage and Half of us were crying because it went so well. These are semi mature adults. Well, semi mature, um, but yeah, I'm just one of those. I go and if it, we've had bumps with this along the way, I'll be honest. We have a large um, investor who's ready to give us the money who's been a hang up with a second with a third party. So we're still waiting for the investment money to come in. It will. It's just I wish it had come in before this show because I'm going to have to steal from, you know, who over there. <laughs> um, and I just mentioned the other cast members real quick so it'll be a quickie because if not, they're gonna kill me. I have my list. No of them rush, old no rush. Uh, Wes Logan, who plays the beast and his staff from versus pro wrestling, we got to use his ring, his training facility. God bless him. Uh, Eric Rojas, another he's a wrestler for EWF, he was my referee, and this kid had no idea how good he could be either. He and Nick just and and Cam Cole, I mentioned, just, just blew the socks off everything. Another one of our students, uh, Parker Lee, who's out of Atlanta. I was training with the Luther, and I needed two people at the end. We had a couple that canceled, and he, well, I guess I'll do it. He had a blast as well. Ricky Mandel, uh, I mentioned Ozzy with the hooks. We had our our juggler type, Drew, and then all the ladies, Anna, Amanda, Mary, and Jade. God bless all of you because I'm almost ready to get a full night's sleep. I'm still on a high from this, and it's been fine.
3: By the way, we're getting an overabundance of requests about the Archer girl. So I'm just letting you know. There's a lot of people getting excited in the chat right now. First of all,
4: she is the hottest thing I've seen in years. And at my age, you know, you don't always know they're hot because you're just trying to look and not embarrass yourself by staring. Right. (laughs) She is gorgeous. She's the sweetest lady in the world. And she does an act that is unbelievable. We will be back, like I said, in late October. We're hoping if everything goes well, uh, they've offered us a residency for three to six months if we want to do it so it's a matter we got to work out all the details um you know it's um it is what it is and i'm glad we did it real quick i know i would like to give away something to some of your listeners i've got a pair of these uh neon sunglasses that have our logo on it the dreaded wristbands and a uh one of those posters you sent I can give away two sets. You decide how we should give them away sometime on your show. Just get a name and an email, and you know the drill. We'll give away some of our don't-try-this stuff.
1: Yeah, awesome. love awesome.
4: that. You, we, and I suppose you guys want it's, it. It's going to cost you another barbecue sauce, though.
1: <laughs> hey, hey
3: I'll make you a deal. How about this? And, and I'm going to play spoiler, and I know how, how you love to break news here on the Talk podcast. You always have something to offer up when you join us. I have some news that I want to break myself that i think you'll be quite pleased about or either that or you'll be quite dismayed and here it is ladies and gentlemen it is official the wrestle talk podcast for the very first time ever will be making a live appearance for the 26th annual cauliflower alley club reunion you guys heard us teasing it a little bit earlier jeff i am so hoping that i can personally meet you for the first time because some of us don't have the means to fly all the way up to the seattle area and hang out with our buddies for a week and so we got to fly to vegas on well, spirit
4: Excuse me
3: <laughs> excuse me i'm not jealous who says i'm jealous why are you guys assuming i'm jealous <laughs> but so i will be... personally bring you okay. some of that barbecue sauce if you right. promise me that you will be there i hope you will be there i'm, okay. I'm, a,
4: hope. I'm a life member uh i'll be honest cauliflower at times has gotten kind of political to me it's a great tool to just see your old buddies meet new people and and market your product uh it's it it varies year to year i will probably be there for a couple days yes Um, you know i'm going to be there the 15th and 16th to try and wrap up our our residency
1: well
3: you got to come get your sauce right i mean now you have to come you you know what
2: you know what renee if, if we're going to go that far, I mean, we should just go ahead and make it a complete deal here and try to figure out something from the St. Louis. Or I don't think the idea of, like, the toasted rafts are going to make Nobody it. Nobody wants <laughs> that trash. Oh, yeah, we're not going to go there night out. <laughs> well, well, I want to throw one name out here, Jeff. And, I mean, again, you you don't try this product. Again, if you have an opportunity and you're in the Vegas area, make it a point to check them out because it's a really cool idea. I want to talk about somebody that we've had on the program in the last few weeks that kind of really – blends the two topics that you have and really uh, brought a lot of viewers to the WrestleTop podcast. Uh, an individual by the name of Santana Jackson. I know that uh had a lot of opportunity to see things on the, on the uh, internet through uh, YouTube and things of the like. What would you say to the idea of having professional wrestlers like that that would kind of go between the two?
4: Between the two, as in, as in the specific, I'm old.
2: Oh, well, the idea of wrestling <laughs> and more of the entertainment side, you said it was like a 90-10 split. What are your thoughts about wrestlers? Well, that wrestling? was
4: Lucha of Abuma's 90-10. We're uh, 60, non-wrestling, 40% wrestling. They call that fusion, Skywalker. That is fusion. true. Hey,
2: hey, I'm not good with the terminology. You know? <laughs> but like I said, when you're seeing these wrestlers that are kind of dabbling into both of them, is that something that we may see more of and don't try this?
4: Uh, you'll see it and Don't Try This. Um, the cast I had, everybody who wants to do the full-time show is in. They were such a great team. I'm not going to go out looking for anybody else. A couple of them, because of what they're doing, may not want to. Uh, no hard feelings at all. They may want to come back. We may rotate people in and out to keep it different. Because, again, it's a regular variety show where it's basically the same each night. We have little innuendos that are different, Little little things we change a bit. But I think... If you do it properly and i was panicked especially with a week's uh, rehearsal time that we could pull it off but if you get the right people i think you can mix and match and you can do something with it just don't try to copy us and don't try this either please
2: <laughs> well, i'm gonna go ahead and throw it back to you like i said we got jeff manning here on the wrestle top podcast this evening talking don't try this and again if you have an opportunity to to follow them and also, to be a part of their events, you need to make sure to check it out because it is a great time. Now, I'm going to go ahead and throw things back to
4: you. One, one quick thing, What, one, one quickie. We are going to bring the WC back to Vegas on off nights. Let's
2: go, baby! And I got all the merch
3: sitting here, man. I got the water bottle, the hat, all that stuff, man. I use it all the time. So, yeah, sh- shout oh, out. jeez. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why not? Why not, man? Huh? So so let me ask you this because we do have a broad audience and, um, you know, everyone's got a different take. Everybody's got a different flavor ice cream, so to speak. So when you're not running shows, Jeff, what wrestling do you consume as a fan, if any?
4: Don't hate me for this answer. I rarely watch any of it. Um, I'm involved so much with it. I mean, I'll watch once in a while to see who's on somewhere. And, you know, okay, well, that's cool. Or, oh, well, that wouldn't be, you know, not my style. Um, I'm still one of the old school companies that likes to make it a wrestling show. We call it, as I said before, old school with a new school twist. I just have a hard time watching a wrestling show for three hours or four hours that is, forgive me, maybe a third wrestling. That's just not my personal taste. Nothing against the companies. They're making money, I hope. We know that the big Hand one is, and I hope AEW is. I hope everybody makes money doing a show. I really do. So it's nothing personal. Just my personal taste isn't with the current batch of wrestling shows out there for the most part. Sorry. No, that's fair. And you don't have to
3: apologize about that because I can understand that when you get to a certain point, even as a podcaster, and I wouldn't, uh, dare to compare that to actually running a promotion the way that you have now in, in, in various different locations, but it, you can almost become oversaturated and you just want to get away from it. You just want to do something that's not wrestling. So I, I can't necessarily blame you for that. Mm-hmm. So on that note, and I'm glad you answered the way you did. Cause I want to ask this question kind of um, unrelated to professional wrestling. So our fans can become more familiar with you. Sure. What does Jeff Manning do for leisure? I see some fishing stuff there in the background. Leisure. I went- Le- leisure yes.
5: Yeah.
4: Fishing. Yes. Uh, <laughs> let's go. I'm a fishing guy. I'm a saltwater guy, which you don't have where you live. I grew up in South Florida, my friend. You better relax. Okay. Well, <laughs> well, don't get thirsty. There'll be no gifts for you. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> it's an even trade sauce for the gifts. That's um, right. I love I was born and raised in Southern California. The stuff on the back right up there. Love that. Right. Hold on. Hold, gonna on. Dude, hold on. We're going to, we're going to let you go solo dolo
3: so we can understand a little okay. bit more about what we're looking First of at. all,
4: I worked for a number of years at Catalina Island off the Southern California coast. Um, you'll see a seaplane there. They used to fly those damn things to and from the Island. That's like the fantasy Island TV show, seaplanes. Uh, that's kind of my Catalina wall. Um, you know, a lot of stuff, uh, a lot of fishing. I, we, we usually try to go once or twice a year over there to do a little fishing um, I fish in the river out here in some little lakes. It isn't the same as the ocean. But, yeah, fishing is my is my pastime when I have time to get away from working. I'm a workaholic to a point. I get that. But at some time, you just got to kind of chill. And I'll be honest, I got back from Vegas late, late Friday night. I barely moved Saturday and Sunday. I wasn't working in the show. I had a little side roll, which was not much. Uh, the Morty character came out and went up and down the uh, aisleways before the show to piss off the fans to get him. Kind of riled up like I always do, but you're good at that. You're good at that. You're damn right, I am. I'm damn good at that. But um, it, it's hard for me to sit and do nothing. I'll watch a football game. Uh, season's coming up. Who are you rooting for? Raiders? No. Seahawks? Hell no. Okay, come on, give me something. Don't laugh. Tampa Bay, but not for the reason you think.
1: Aw, oh, come on. Let me explain on. the reason. I believe
3: we have a drop for that. Wait a minute. If you could just pause for, for a moment. Drop, I, believe, I believe we have a drop for that. Okay, well, it'd be nice if the volume was up. Thank you, production team. Fucking
0: <laughs> bullshit.
4: There you go. I'm actually a 49er fan, but the reason I was with Tampa Bay, their first head coach was John McKay who used to coach USC and uh, not a personal from it. i met him a number of times. It was one of the nicest guys and a really an, a, a great coach. And that's the only reason I wanted Tampa Bay. Do you believe in Trey Lance? Believe in what? In your new quarterback,
3: Trey I Lance? I don't care. I'm
4: not, I haven't followed who's doing what, where at this point. <laughs> okay. Well, okay. So
3: newsflash, you have a new quarterback. <laughs> well, the I kind of guessed 49ers. that. 49ers. His name is Trey Lance, and he looks to be amazing. I would yeah. highly recommend that you squeeze in a few games
4: this year because
3: it may be your year.
4: The kid but they is just retained, phenomenal. Uh, what's his name? Uh, they just gave him a new contract. Uh, uh, Kyle Shanahan, the coach? No, no the the, the other QB. Uh, Garoppolo. No, I thought they cut yes. Him. No, they just it was in the on the news today. He is resigned.
3: They brought him back. To be a backup odd. Oh, okay, all right, Hello. that's fine. That's, a, that's another podcast. We'll talk about it some okay. other time. <laughs> well, okay, so let's do this. Uh, we are nearing the end of our time. It always seems like it's so short, unfortunately. Well, because you but start
4: five minutes late.
3: What? You, it's, it's Skywalker and all his technical what? issues. Just what are you talking about? Out. I need this Jabber jabber for all freaking night, and then you're mad at me. That's what <laughs> happens every time. Let's do this, though. So you said you're good about getting the folks riled up. You may have done this with us before. I think the last time we was on. Uh, You did the game show challenge, not necessarily shoot and shout. So we have this segment, which you may be familiar with. We call it the shoot and shout segment. And we give everybody, ourselves included, we're going to go through the punishment with you of going off on a tangent about anything in the world that might be ticking you off. It's all in fun. It could be about professional wrestling, or it could really be about anything in the whole entire world. We call it the shoot and shout segment. We got some fancy Broadway style music, which I think is fitting. Seeing as you're in Las Vegas right it now,
4: fitting.
3: it is. But anyway, I forgot to model the T-shirt. Let's see. It's the logo. Okay. <laughs> don't try this at home, ladies and gentlemen. No, nope, don't try this.
2: No, no, no. Don't try this. It's,
4: it's no. Don't try this. Okay, right. Don't. Gotta ask,
2: sh- I gotta right. ask here. If you wanted to pick up one of those great T-shirts, how could you do that?
4: Uh, you can have people give them my email or whatever, and they're twenty bucks including shipping.
2: Awesome. Awesome! Like I said, love that. Do you want a great shirt to promote to support a great professional wrestler? he help pay the bills we haven't
4: paid yet. It'd be nice too, you know. <laughs> that is
2: true. That is true. Well, like I said, let's go ahead and again, we've got some great shoot and shout music. Night, Al. Let's go ahead and get Jeff back in that Vegas mindset with tonight's episode of the Shoot and Shout segment. Go ahead and hit that music.
3: I think Jeff's going to get a kick out of this song. Let's hear it, guys.
2: It's just one of those days when you don't want to wake up everything is fucked everybody sucks you don't really yeah. know why but you yeah. want to justify yeah. ripping someone's head off no human contact interact your
0: life's You're on contract. and best best
2: let's just stay away stay long. away
0: this is one of those just days. one of those days. it's all about the heat shit all
3: right
2: skywalker you know what to do baby it's shooting shout time what is pissing <laughs> you off today Well, first of all, I'm going to go ahead and do a shout, but I've also got a a, a, a shoot, but I've also got a shout here. I got to tell you right now, as you mentioned earlier on, it was the idea of I'm going to be heading out to Vegas here in a couple weeks, and I'm going to try everything I can to catch that next episode of Don't Try This Out at at the Plaza in Las Vegas as well. But I got to tell you right now, I booked my tickets three weeks ago. I have gotten about 17 emails from my airline company wanting everything in the universe. Sign up for our credit card, sign up for pre, uh, pre-boarding, <laughs> sign up for this, sign up for that. Can you leave me alone and let me get ready to enjoy my trip out to the West Coast? I mean, again, it's one of those things that just, just aggravated aggravating. they constantly send stuff. And also as a reminder, too, uh, we can go ahead and we can throw that graphic up one more time. Night out a little bit of a, a, a shout out here. Cauliflower Alley Club, 56th anniversary, 56th uh, anniversary, try one more time here, Uh, 56th annual reunion at the Plaza on the 26th to the 28th of September. And also make sure to check out Don't Try This when they return to Las Vegas in late October. Night Out, I'm going to go ahead and throw it to you. All right, ladies and gentlemen, here's my shoot
3: shot tonight and I had it thought out already and then Skywalker asked me to throw up a uh, poster on the fly. So here's my shooting shout. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, when you're doing a podcast, there's this thing in the entertainment business called lead time. If you need me to do something for you, whether it's a drop or a poster or a high spot segment question, give me about 10 or 15 seconds so I can find the damn thing before you ask me for it. Shoot me a message. Uh, um, You can text me. You You can leave me a voicemail. Shit, you can even send smoke signals. If you want me to throw up a flyer, geez freaking Louise, people, at least give me a heads up so I have enough time to throw up the graphic. That's my shooting shot tonight. Jeff Manning, the
4: floor is yours. I'm going to go to a dangerous area here, non resting related. I'm going to touch on politics. Uh Uh-oh. I don't Uh care. No, no, no. You said anything. Let's Uh, go. I love it. I don't care if you're Democrat, Republican, independent, undecided, don't vote, have no brains. I feel sorry for people in the next two to ten years. You younger people, this country is just fucking, forgive my French, falling apart. In the shits. There are morons on both parties. I think Republicans maybe have a couple more than the Democrats, but they've all got them. And if you are smart and young and can use your brain, that's this thing up here, get into politics and save this damn country, please. A
3: freaking men. Ladies and gentlemen, round of applause for the best shoot shot of the evening. Manning. One more time, that's J.A.M. Productions presents Don't Try This. They're just getting started, and you guys already know. It's Jeff freaking Manning. So if he's putting his name behind it, you know that it's something that needs to be taken seriously. It's something that needs to be treated with respect. And, Jeff, you have my word. If your boy has the health and the fortitude, I will make sure to bring you your barbecue sauce to Las Vegas I at the end of September. There. I will be there.
4: I will be there two weeks in a row, but I'll, I'll survive. Again, I got two uh two gift packs of a of, of swag for two of your viewers and i'll take care of you guys just you know that'd be a little, a little something on the side <laughs> let's
2: go i love it skywalker well i gotta tell you right now jeff it, it's been an honor and privilege to have you back on the program and i'm gonna tell you i'm looking forward to vegas i'm looking forward to the opportunity to come out and check out don't try this Again, it's always a great time when you're on the program. Again, I want to say thank you. You've done a lot for me, not just inside the ring. You've done a lot for me over the past couple of years. I want to say thank you for everything you've done. Don't make me done.
4: cry, and thank you guys for having me. This is what my <laughs> favorite time I don't know how many times I've been here. You keep inviting me back. You're either dumber than me or I'm the best you can find, which is scary. So
3: It's probably the latter.
4: It probably is. Good luck with the rest of the <laughs> show tonight. Love you. Hey, right,
3: one more time. Please make some love, noise for Jeff Let's go private. Let let make some noise, baby. <laughs> The crowd goes wild, Skywalker, for the one and only Jeff Manning. And guess what? It's time for your favorite pi- part of the evening, Skywalker, recess. You get to take a, a couple of minutes off while I move on to the FWWC segment with the one and only CEO, Dewan Mills. How does that sound? Hold, hold, hold up.
2: What? Dewan Mills, the CEO. The one and only. The one and only. The man who the last couple, we- last couple weeks, I haven't had an opportunity to catch up. It's been like six weeks. Can I at least, before we talk about the FWWC, can we go ahead and bring him in for just a minute so I can go ahead and see him? Because it's been like forever since I've seen Dewan. Can well, I go ahead and stay on here for just a minute to bring him on?
3: Yeah, absolutely. Now, before we do that, though, I do have a bit of business to handle. And I know you guys are dying to see the FWWC. You're going to get your FWWC and then some. Okay? But... I got to give love and respect to our faithful sponsors, including the man who runs Royal Mills Transportation, the one and only CEO, Dewan Mills. Rathbun Engraving, home of the Wrestle Talk Podcast mug. Nobleman's Barber Lounge. Don't forget to ask for Pete the Barber right here on the corner of 39th Street and State Line in Kansas City, Missouri. King Kate Arcade at the Oak Park Mall. Also, right beside them is Retro Zone. Same owners. Make sure you show them love as well. Everything Combat. We had Jay Hollywood on the stream tonight. Our sponsors only support us monetarily. They also show up for us. I 70 Sports Media, what can I say, man? Best Midwest sports coverage around period point blank there is no second or third place when you're talking about sports coverage there's only the first place and that is i70 sports media and of course last but not least and we're going to be hearing all about it here in just a moment the world's premier fantasy wrestling promotion the fwwc we are loud we are proud we are 10 years deep we're going higher and higher and we are the world's premier fantasy wrestling promotion again guys the fwwc more information on how to join the fantasy wrestling worldwide chapter at wrestle talk podcast dot com forward slash fantasy wrestling on that note let's go ahead and bring skywalker back in here and the one and only the ceo dawan
0: mills Girl. greetings and salutations oh boys how y'all doing tonight what's up, what's up i gotta give y'all a lot of applause i know y'all working for me but i gotta show y'all some love so skywalker is the deal sir I know my title says CEO DeWan Mills, the CEO of the world's premier fantasy wrestling group, but in addition to that, I wear many hats over this crazy hair. Father, husband, especially father of three children that went back to school in my two week absence from the Talk podcast. Do you know how hard it is to get kids to go to bed all freaking time? So I apologize, sir, that I wasn't on the show, but I was trying to get their little asses back on schedule, back to school back in bed shit's been crazy but I'm back the CEO is rocking and rolling what up though
2: oh I gotta tell you right now Dewan. I know we're gonna be <laughs> talking about the FWWC we're gonna be talking about Clash at the Castle I gotta tell you it's been a while since you and I've had the opportunity to be on the program together I mean again you and I've been friends for a long time and I gotta I just gotta tell you I am really I think this is one of the high points I had. Jeff Manning in the first hour being able to see you and Big Daddy P here I had to I had to take a couple minutes here and say, "Hey, I've missed seeing you on the program, but I've also missed talking with you. I mean, we've had some pretty regular conversations. And I got to yeah, tell yeah. you, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna take a moment here. I had to before I went and took a break and get something to to uh, quench my thirst before we have hour number two. I wanted to make sure I said, hey, Duan, Hey Royal, What United. up,
0: man? Hey, what don't, do don't we, leave. We, hey, here's I do have a request. You guys are speaking to Vegas in a couple weeks. Don't go without me. Please take me with you for the <laughs> love of God. I ain't been nowhere I don't think this you'll entire my year,
3: case, bro." I don't think you're gonna in put it in
0: my suitcase. And <laughs> September is like a day from now. So I need to go somewhere this year. Guys, help me out. So boy, guys tip to Vegas, I'll go. F it. Let's let's hey, ride. Hey, hey, if you <laughs> if
3: you
2: want the info for Cauliflower Alley Club, I can have Skywalker hey. send it
3: to you. Don't do right now
2: if you, you mean it. And you can still get your tickets. They are available. I believe it's through, the, I think it's September 2nd is the cutoff deadline. Club.org. If you want yes, to get sir. your tickets and get things taken care of, it'd be a great night. There's going to be a lot of great professional wrestling action. There's going to be a lot of great professional wrestling personalities. And you know what? we got a lot of great personalities. we also got a lot of great personalities that are going to be taking part in Clash at the Castle this this weekend. So I took it away from you, Night Owl. I'm going to throw it to the CEO to get this going talking about the fwwc we got you skywalker we'll get you covered all right now
3: duan as usual we're a little bit late i apologize so for that. Good. we were having a tremendous conversation uh with jeff manning uh, of uh you know uh, a little promotion out in uh las vegas called don't try this that's jam productions presents don't try this they had their uh their, yes, their first show on the 24th and big daddy p is going to be following you here in about uh let's just say seven to nine minutes but before we get to big daddy p We've got some business to discuss. I know you always say this to is girl, we got to talk. talk. Well, CEO, we got to talk because let me tell you something, man. Clash of the Castles right around the corner. You got a big card, and we're going to talk about that card. We're going to look at it, and we're going to go over it. But my thing is this. I think people are still missing the boat on the FWWC. What fantasy football did for football The FWWC does for pro wrestling. I'm going to give you that as the platform. Take it from there and then go over the card with us if you wouldn't mind.
0: Well, as people say, man, uh, fantasy wrestling has always been an impactful thing for me. Not only because we get a group of like-minded individuals who enjoy professional wrestling. Transform that into fantasy wrestling. The most important part, though, is we have helped launch careers of actual guys who are in the business. Just recently, our boy, our homie, who appeared on NWA the other night, the soup freaking cyclone, Mr. Kurt Gannon himself. Did you see that spot on TV? <laughs> yeah! Dude, bro. Dude. bro. The only Yo. way I
3: could have been more excited to one. the only way I could have been more excited if that was me in the ring, seeing someone right. that was a part of our lowly little fantasy group, mm-hmm. not your daddy's fed baby. No, we're the mm-hmm. FWWC. To see him in an NWA ring at NWA mm-hmm. 74, man, it was probably yeah. one of the highlights of my whole entire month. I mean, yeah. that is so huge for us. To see a guy like Kurt Gannon, who used to be a part of this group, who used to be an active uh-huh. competitor in the FWWC, and then for him to show up at a place like that, bro, he might as well have shown up at WrestleMania as far as I'm concerned. That's and, how and big the, it was for him. And
0: us. the thing people don't understand, man, I'm not going to take up too much time. Stuff like this takes work. Kurt Gannon didn't start there. El Diablo didn't start there. Tango, they didn't start right Johnny at Johnny Rocco, bro. Ryan Rocco didn't Cole start, start there. there. They right. had a beginning. They had a starting point. And the FWC, whether it was a little part or a big part, kind of helped push him towards that. And hey, at least kinda... the promo game at the very promo game got better. At least the promo game got better. So my whole thing is this man: it's all about progression, it's all about consistency, and that's what the FWC is about. Not just about making picks or role play or weird stuff. We are about changing lives and making things happen. So Speaking of making things happen, let's let's roll this this card real quick, man. I love how you do that night out. I love the graphics. I love the technology. It's amazing. So this Saturday, special start time, 12 p.m. Central. Remember, they're in Scotland, so it may be 8 o'clock over there, but it's going to be 12 o'clock here in the United States, depending on your time zone. (laughs) So don't don't screw up because I had somebody do that. Hey, man, when does the pay-per-view overseas start? he's 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 asking questions like seven o'clock no you idiot it starts at noon 12 o'clock noon turn on your tv catch the pay-per-view and the action in the wbc starts at the same time so three-way dance tag team match we'll be seeing the hefty boys versus lucha legends versus holy hell now why am i doing this match as i said before i'm the booker i'm the guy that put things together i'm not doing another tag team tournament i'm not doing another bracket system I want to see what each tag team has got. I want to see what each tag team is available. And these particular three tag teams have had victories in the past few weeks. Okay, so so let me ask you about
3: this. Okay, so I want to hit on this because I I know you're going micro. I want to go macro. So when you say I'm not going to put everyone in a little tournament, here is what we're looking for as the BOD, okay? We're looking for the four pillars, okay? We're looking for what? We're looking for promos. Promos we're looking for role play. Okay. We're looking for matches, get your picks in. And then there's a guy, the fourth pillar. I'm not even going to that. Okay. But the three things that are going to get you over in this group are those three things. And unless you can do those three things, and if you do those things, three things better than anyone else, then you get to, to mess around with number four, which I, you know, it's like Beetlejuice. You say his name too many times and he appears. You know what I'm saying? We don't want to do that. But my thing is, if those three pillars are not met, you may be able to win 100 matches in a row. You may be the best promo guy in the group. You may have, you know, role play that looks like the damn Webster's dictionary. But unless you can put those three things together, Dewan. You are That's not going to get an opportunity to compete for the FWC World Championship. You're not going to get an opportunity to compete for the Warriors Heart Championship. You're not going to get an opportunity to compete for the Tag Team Championships. And on top of those three things, you got to do it
0: consistently. Consistency. Yes, consistency. Right. I Continue. always tell people, I always tell people, if something happens, don't let me know at 6.30. Come on, man. Let a brother know something. So you name some champions. I'm going to name some champions for you also. Luke Justice. Funky Flex, Cannibal Lecter. uh, The list goes on and on. Don't we'll forget about Just a time, few baby. Them. We'll Swag forget about Baby. Swag. Proper of madness. Those previously mentioned uh, superstars. Moby Lee and his grit. Grand... now. Now, when I put this together, let me be honest with you now, Al. When I put this thing together, I never envisioned that this dude, Moby, was actually gonna win up to this point. Like, I didn't do it as a punishment. I said, hey, man, this might be, you know, something cool to do, you know. But Moby Lee has defeated every single champion in front of him. Non-title cha- t- uh, non-title matches. But this Saturday, the last stop on Moby's Grand Tour gold, him and Ace, the hardcore champion, to go one-on-one. It's called a, a ladder of opportunity. I don't know. Moby explained it. I guess if, if, if Ace can get to the briefcase, he gets in his movie. Moby has some other Hollywood stuff going on. I'm not into all that. I'm just booking the matches. So, ought to be a good one-on-one. All right, moving on. Let's get there. We'll talk more about that on Thursday, and I'm pretty sure Moby will call in. Now, something that has been happening that needs our attention. El Mata moves on his own terms. El Mata moves on on his own time. But let me tell y'all something. When he moves, his ass moves. This past Monday, he defeated El Luchador de KC in an amazing one-on-one match. The week before that, that Friday, was kind of an off night, but it's all good. He went against one-on-one with Jake Wyatt. But this Saturday, El Mata said, watch this. I'm going to put my whole foot into this because El Mata is the Warriors our Championship. Mata's revenge triple threat match, El Mata versus Saint and Hardcore Sis. Now, again, the four competitors. Mata hasn't discussed it with me. El Luchador to KC. Jake Wyatt. Hardcore Sis. Savior saint. All four of them participated in the Heart of a Warrior Tournament best of three series. Mata's going to make a decision, but that decision does not have to be made until Survivor Series until November. In, until November. So whoever Mata's going to defend against the Warriors our championship with, that's totally up to him. But Mata's stepping up. Mata's going to be in the ring, and we're going to see him Saturday, and it's going to be on. And last but not freaking least, the best of three series, the main event. Now, Mata, please don't feel some type of way, bro. I love you, but your ass is main evented pretty much damn near so when we had. I got to give it up for these guys because you know what, we're I gotta not
3: agree gonna... with you. I got to agree with you. This thing between Samela Mayhem and Famine and, and yeah. or whatever was just persona, switched up. Dude, it's well, what it mean? just switched, switched up. up. Are we breaking and news the, here on the wrestle? Yeah, yeah. And, and, yeah, yeah.
0: So now it was previously Theory versus Marcus of Mayhem, but. We didn't want, no Theory didn't want to bring out Famine and Marcus of Mayhem didn't want to bring out Samael of Mayhem, but those two guys are going to go down this Saturday and Luke Justice, the FWWC World Heavyweight Champion, will be the special guest referee. Whoever wins that match or whatever decision is made, either one or both of those individuals will be going against Luke Justice for the FWWC World Heavyweight Championship at our last. Take notes. At our last pay-per-view of 2022 fwwc Survivor Series. Not out. We only got three two okay. pay-per-views left. Three technically. If that.
3: We we do. And and here here's where I go back to the three pillars.
0: Mm-hmm. The Uh-oh, three I, pillars. I, I see what you're gonna say. Oh, geez, I I I I, <laughs> I I I I know where you're going, bro. Go go for it. I know I, where you're
3: and, going. And, and I'm
0: gonna try <laughs> not to lose my mind here. And by the way, I guys, know I know ga
3: will be a hey, ga our second featured guest of the evening will be with us in just a couple of moments
0: come on man listen come man, on man there's a lot
3: to be said about what Whoa. it takes to get to the top one True. of the things that we require as members of the BoD and the FWWC yeah. is that you pay attention that's pay that's attention. number one that's pay number attention. one so since the beginning of this show I've been saying hey FWwC hey private groups. If you're watching this broadcast and you want us to know who you are, please hit the (laughs) link up above
1: and allow
3: StreamYard to give you permission so that we can know who you are. But yet there are people who are so on and off that are so busy building their brands that they don't have the time to become credible within this brand. So Big T, listen, I know you and El Mata have this love fest. As a matter of fact, I don't even think Mata knows who you are, as far as I know, because he's never addressed you publicly. But this is what we're talking about. You're calling out the guy of all guys. You're calling out the Undertaker, the FWWC, and you don't even have the common sense to let us see who you are.
2: You're hiding behind the cloak of a Facebook user. So you want to know why
3: people don't take you seriously, my guy.
2: It's because oh you do
3: know, Hey! out oh, here oh here's some more here we go here's oh my god <laughs> come, on, man. Just come on man listen
0: listen it's jesus. not that difficult to listen night owl just listen jesus come on we got glad it we, got we don't have
3: i'm glad we don't have an iq requirement for people to come into the FWW. good <laughs> lord I do not <laughs> understand it. well DeJuan, listen before we yeah, let man. you go i got one last <laughs> yeah, thing that i want to say man what you have built here in the last ten years, along with myself and many, many others, is phenomenal because we all know that if you're watching the Wrestle Talk podcast, uh, if you're watching FML, if you're watching, uh, uh, um, you know, whatever promotion that you're into at the very moment, it, it takes a certain level of commitment and passion
0: uh-huh. um,
3: to, to stay locked in. Because at the end of the day, the product's not always going to give you what you want. But those like, who are in the background doing the work understands that you can't always assume that you're going to be up here. There's going right. to be these times down here and the people that are willing to grind it out through those difficult times over a 10 year period of time, there's something that needs to be said about that. So Dewan, if I hadn't said it too soon enough, number one, it's an honor to be your partner. Number two, congratulations on over 10 years of premier fantasy wrestling promoting and people ask me, Renee, why do you guys do the prayer segment? Why do you guys do the FWWC? You know why? Because the snippets of truth and the FWWC segment have been pillars of the FWWC, just like the pillars, I mean, sorry, of the Wrestle Talk podcast, just like the pillars that we talked about within the FWWC. So, Dewan, I'll let you have the all final right. word here. But, man, thank you for all that you do. We know it's not been easy. We heard you talk about the three kids and the school and, you know, the wife and everything else you got going on, man. But for some reason, your passion, your energy, and your love for people has allowed you to create the world's premier fantasy rushing promotion. And for that reason, man, I got to give you a one-man round of applause. Bro. You Thanks, you sir. deserve it. What an amazing card. And with your permission, I would like to break a little bit of news. I know this is a little off the cuff concerning the Spartans Heart Championship because there's a certain individual watching that I think may be intrigued by this news. Dewan, you are the booker. Do I have your permission to break this news here tonight on the Wrestle Talk podcast?
0: Floor is yours, sir, because this is breaking news to me. Oh, let's go, <laughs>
3: baby! I love to hear hey,
0: it. Hey, when the Booker don't know what's going on, you get that nervous look on your face. Okay, well, here's <laughs> so what. What's I, up?
3: Let's go ahead and hit it. Breaking news. All right guys just a few moments away from snippets of truth and about 10 minutes away from ga fmw will be in the house straight from a uh, canada baby but first i have to say this for those of the fwwc have tuned in and shared this broadcast and remember to hit approve at the top unlike big t um i wanted to share something because work ethic speaks volumes not only in life but also in professional wrestlings and for that reason we're going to award a man who has been working his ass off and has basically gone unnoticed. We did it for Robert a couple of months ago. Unfortunately, he was not able to capture the Warriors Heart Championship. But this time around, one, we have the freedom as the bookers, as the promoters, as the decision makers to give people that we feel and know deserve an opportunity. Much like your tag team thing, you're not making people check off a list or win a couple of particular right. matches. You want to see all right. four of those pillars met. So for right. that reason, ladies and gentlemen, we officially have decided upon your brand new number one contender for the FWWC Spartan's Heart Championship, and that number one contender is the one and only Alpha. yeah. yeah Alpha, yeah. you will be competing against Funky Flex yeah, for yeah. the Spartan's Heart Championship, and we all know yeah, what yeah. that means. The Spartan's Heart Championship serves as a money in the bank for the Warriors Heart Championship, and we all that know the Alpha has been on a mo- no two-month-long crusade to get El Mata to acknowledge him. It has not happened. We already know who's in line for the World Championship. We just talked about that. Yep. Mayhem theory. We saw that. Uh-huh. But now, concerning the Warriors Heart Championship, it will be the Alpha versus Funky Flex. The question is,
0: CEO, will that match happen at Clash of the Castle? No, sir. Not at okay. Clash of the Castle. More than likely that match, I still gotta get, get some things together. More than likely, that match will happen at our last pay-per-view of the year. All it's our last big four. All title matches, F W W C Survivor Series. Ooh. <laughs> kind of a long way, Kind of a long wait, but you know what? Let's be honest, man. Flies. We're coming to a close. We're coming to a close. Which, which, by the way, I have one one quick shoot and shout before I let you go. You guys were talking about, you know, shoot and shot, what makes you mad. I wish my body had the fortitude to stay up at midnight and wake back up at 6 o'clock in the morning. I'll give you an answer why. WWE Monday Night Raw will be in Kansas City this Monday, September 5th on Labor Day. Now, me being the guy that I am, I love wrestling. I haven't been to a show in a long time. But I think about it in my head. Okay, doors open at 5, pre-show at 6 and 6.30. Show starts at 7. 10 o'clock gets over on television. the dark match happens. 11 o'clock, we walk outside. 11.30, I finally get in my car. 12 o'clock, I'm finally in bed. 5.30, my alarm goes off. Screw that. I'm not doing that.
3: It's still going to take you an hour to
0: unwind once you get home. Exactly. So as much as I would love to go to Raw Monday, I know people have been asking. I'm not doing that because, again, the CEO wears many hats. I got to get my ass up. Five thirty, six 6 o'clock that Tuesday morning to get the school, kids to school. Screw that. I'll be watching Raw at home. But whenever SmackDown comes, and Lord knows they always usually give us a SmackDown, I'll be there. I'll be there. Why? Because nobody has to wake up usually on Saturday morning. So that's my little shooting shout. I appreciate your youth, guys. When you After you turn 30, shit goes downhill. All
3: right. <laughs> after you turn 30, fool, you almost 40. Stop playing with these people. It's, I know, right? <laughs> Hell yeah. I need my sleep, man. I need my rest. All right, DeWan, we'll let you go, man. Again, uh, podcast.com forward slash fantasy wrestling for more information. The first guy that will probably respond will either be myself or the CEO. If you want to be part of the best fantasy wrestling promotion on the planet, we basically do everything except actually jump in the ring. Guys, be a part of it. Tune in or miss out just like the WrestleTalk Podcast. Dewan, have a great night, man. We got you. Peace. All right. On that note, Skywalker, I know the time is all the way screwed up, but we usually go about 15, 20 minutes after nine o'clock anyway, central time. So I'm going to let you take it over because our next uh, guest is here for a weekly staple. And that is the snippets of truth, man. So I'm going to go ahead and step away for a moment and allow you to do uh, what you do so well and give this gentleman a proper introduction. So Skywalker, why
2: don't you go ahead and take it away? Well, you can't, can't run away too far because we got to make sure all that technical stuff works perfectly. Ladies and gentlemen, a staple every week, we got to hit his music. You know that's how it is, Night Owl. We got to do the intro, then the music. Okay, well, making sure you're there. So, ladies and gentlemen, as Night Owl said earlier on, what has become a staple of the Wrestle Talk podcast each and every week is the opportunity to hear the snippets of truth. So, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the Wrestle Talk podcast this evening, the one. The only big daddy hit it All right, ladies and gentlemen, Big Daddy P, how in the world are you, sir? You look like you are feeling wonderful this evening. Hold on. I think you've got a case of, of the Luke Roberts technology dilemma. Right now, how are you doing, Big Daddy? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I had, to co- hey, he, hey,
1: I had to come back for that one. That was good. Good job, Let him hear. <laughs> let him hear. He who has ears, let them hear. I have three words for you. Are you ready? If you were to die tonight, where would you go? Do you have any idea? If you say that you hope heaven, well, I'm glad I'm on tonight because I can't read anywhere about a hope so. It says that you would know that you have eternal life. So, If Maybe you're hearing this. The reason why you're hearing this is because maybe you're not sure. Maybe you grew up where they told you that you have to work for it. You got to show God, am I good enough now? God, am I good enough now? The problem is it doesn't work that way, man. We got to have peace, and that's a fruit. So I just want to give you good news that today, if you're it, because guys, the world, as you know, is going nuts. Okay. I can't begin to tell you how we have an opportunity right now. To continue to love one another through these difficult times, because I don't think it's going to get any easier. Matter of fact, one of the messages I received this matter of fact today was it started. It has started. So, are we ready? You know, if, 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 let's say we were, I would say, another country and there were bombs going off in our living room. Well, would we be laughing? What would we be doing? I'm not trying to be a bummer. I'm really not. I love you guys. I love this show. You know that. I want to be an encouragement. So just know right off the bat that I'm a little on fire. I've had a rough couple weeks. So the first thing I want to do is for any of you that happened between the time that I was supposed to be on that you were waiting and I made you wait and I didn't show up. I want to apologize, but I was down and I fell last week. And so after back surgery, you know, it's not good to fall. And so I had a really rough week. So thank you. So if, if, if I'm not on, it's either because I'm dead or I can't move. So if I, if you expected me to be on and I wasn't on, I just want you to pray for me because that means something's not right. Because I always do what I say I'm going to do. And when I can't, It's very discouraging. But besides that, how are you guys?
2: show sounds great. Well, I'll tell you right now, Big Daddy P, we've had a great show thus far. We had Jeff Manning from Don't Try This out in Las Vegas. We're going to have G.A. Waugh from the great north of Canada who's going to be joining us here in a few minutes. But i got to tell you right now, the night I'll put out the call, and I'm gonna tell you right now, we got a few people who who've who uh, left us some messages here that I want to share with you here tonight. Uh, we did have one uh that was put out specifically for yourself. We had one from William, who's uh worried about a good friend of his. Um, the nine owl had to bring one up about Ray Leon, and I know of a couple others that are also unspoken. It's been pretty a pretty busy last couple days, like you've been talking about, Perry. And I gotta tell you too. It's great to see you back on the program. Again, I know you're well on the mend. And again, I remember my dad had his neck issues, not really back issues, but neck issues. And then one of the big things is you don't want to jar those things. And to see you back up here, back on the podcast and back doing what you do is nothing short of amazing. And you're going to bring the snippets of truth every week. So let's go ahead and, and, and can you can you share a few snippets tonight before we uh, discuss those that have uh, sent us messages?
1: Uh, hey, Dewan uh brother you ain't old first of all what were you guys talking about being 40 being 30 for went to your 50 <laughs> ha! there's a snippet of truth Love your body <laughs> now while you got it but that was not i think with the message i was supposed to say today this one said that i was like i'm thinking man if i was th- I, I was in a heavy metal band called craven moorhead at 30 i just got divorced and i'm like that's it i'm going off the charts And because I just had to, but then I realized what the heck am I doing, man? There's a greater purpose besides what makes me feel good. It's about other people and so love one another 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 it says it in the bible love one another so my goal i don't care what color i don't care what state i don't care who you voted for i don't care what it is i don't care if you're jew i don't care if you're black i don't care if you're white i don't care if you're whatever you are the fact is we are all one in christ jesus the question is is, is do you believe that the lord died for you that's what really matters So if you want to create a segregation between two things, my thought is you have believers and unbelievers, those who believe in the Lord and who are serving the Lord and those who believe in themselves and are serving. Look, if I'm right and Jesus Christ died and he rose again for me and by me believing that I get to have eternal life, If I'm right, fine. If I'm wrong, what did I really lose? Nothing. But if I'm right and you haven't believed yet and you're still thinking everything is based upon what you're doing, I just want to let you know that Christ died for you and he died for all of us. And all we have to do, all it says, it says, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and you will be saved. It's by faith alone. Salvation is by faith. Through grace, it's it's a gift. It's something that He gives us. So the snippet of truth tonight is that it is a gift. It's an eternal gift. It's something that, like, I don't know about you, but would I rather be born once and die twice, or born twice and die once? How
2: about you, Lou? Which one? I gotta tell you right now. I mean, you you hit the right on the point. When it comes down to it, the idea of where it makes a whole lot of sense. It really does. The Renee, idea.
1: You want born once, die twice, or? Born twice and die once.
3: I, I'm I, I like the I'm the kind of guy that likes to get things right the first time, Big Daddy P. I'm just gonna leave it at that.
1: So the, the the true answer to that question has everything to do with the truth and the fact that we don't control any of it. He brought us here, he gives us all the gifts, everything we need to care for one another. And while a lot of the world look, India right now is suffering, Big flooding terribly. Yeah. I mean Look, if I don't have power, I freak out. These people have nothing. So be thankful for what you have, wherever you're located, even if I wish I was back in Africa with all my African buddies, because, you know, not a lot of people know that I've been to Africa four times, Uganda, Kenya, Tanzania, and Zimbabwe, and I gained a, a brotherhood of African brothers. Matter of fact, real quick, and this is really important. You know, Facebook is such a powerful tool. Back in 2009, when I first joined Facebook, I thought my Facebook book was broken because I was invited to go to Africa. And about two weeks before, I got 250 friend requests. Could you imagine looking on your Facebook, seeing that notification and it says 250 and they're all black? From Africa. I was like, what the heck? So I clicked, add, 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 started talking, started talking. Well, two weeks later, I go to Africa and I'm in a pastor's conference. And in the middle of of our break, after two hours, I stood up and turned around and I was with Reverend Moses. It was his pastor's conference. He's the one that invited me. And and I said, man, you got a line back there. And I just turned around and I went back looking forward. And all of a sudden he tapped me on the shoulder. He said, they're here for you. I said, what? They were the guys on Facebook, man. So, dude, oh, wow. God can use whatever he wants, whenever he wants, and he doesn't need our permission. So there's your snippet of truth.
3: Hey, hey, and for the secular world, I know I'm a big Bruce Lee fan. I know you guys are big Bruce Lee fans. It's similar to what Bruce Lee says, be water, my friend. You're not in control of your destiny. You're not in control of where you're going. Just accept it. And and and, and I know this word may not necessarily percolate with, uh, with non-believers, But you have to submit. And I think that's what Big Daddy's talking about. You're not in control. And the quicker you realize that, the better off you're going to be. Right, Big Daddy P? Or just keep trying to play God. Mm, Indeed. It's time, Big Daddy P. It's time. We have a couple of prayer requests. We're going to give you the floor completely. We're just a few moments away from Wah. FML is on fire, baby. You may want to hang out in the back and listen to this guy talk, Barry. This is your kind of guy. He's going to be joining us in just a matter of moments. But now it is time to let you do what you do best, my friend. The floor
1: is yours. Let me also say, Triple H, you're doing a great job, man. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank for pro that. wrestling. Let's go. All the way across the board. I love pro wrestling across the board. I'm glad Ring of Honor is good. Look, we live, we're such a... We're so thankful to have this. So to all the boys out there that are working night after night after night to do what you love to do, this segment is now dedicated to you as well, because without you guys, we wouldn't have all the, I mean, what you sacrifice for our entertainment, I cannot thank you enough. I'm just so proud to be a part of it in the areas that I am, but now- I need to do the most important work. And a lot of people, you know, whenever they see the name Big Daddy P, they never know what the P stands for. A lot of people could speculate, but in the end, prayer is one of the names. Father God, thank you so much for this opportunity to come before you. I know that anytime I come before you, I'll never get a voicemail. I'll never get a busy signal. You already know before I'm going to tell you what these requests, because you have a connection with your people. You've always have, you always will. And so now, Father, the request that came in, you know all the facts, all the details about each and every one of them. And I pray that not only you answer them, but would you do what you did with me and, and, and just show off, show up and show off and let them see just how big you really are. And there's nothing that you can't do, nothing. All we have to do is believe it. And believe that you will do it. And I have learned time after time, example after example, health after health, problem after problem, challenge after challenge, that your word and your love endures forever. And for anybody that's out here now, Father, who is listening to this, that you would just bless them far beyond. And I know that they might think blessings are just financial, but they're not. There are also connections that you make with one another. And you brought us together tonight. And so you tell us to make our requests known. So we make them known to you tonight. And you know all of them. And those especially that didn't even say that they had a prayer request, they didn't want to say it. But see, you're God. And you already knew that. So you're listening right now and you're connected with them. And I thank you for that connection. I know it has started. I know that now is the time that the boldness needs to increase in each and every one of us. And we would not be afraid because you say, blessed are those who believe and do not see. That's what faith is. And I thank you for this opportunity tonight to thank you for all that you do, for all those that are a part of this program. Thank you for Renee, for Luke, for Joe, for everybody who is a part of this, for everybody that's listening. And I can never thank you enough that I get to represent you, that I'm part of the coolest band. I'm part of the, the, the greatest church. I'm, I'm, I'm part of the greatest job. I've got All I have to do is just love, and I thank you for that. And I ask these things in the name of the one that saved me, Jesus Christ, in whose name I pray. Amen.
3: Amen. And amen, Big Daddy P. Just because just because we have to, we want to acknowledge two uh, men specifically, Nigel in Texas and William in Georgia, who actually came out of their comfort zone, for those who were watching a little bit earlier, and actually sent us some prayer requests. So, like Big Daddy P said, the Lord knows what those prayer requests are. He heard them before you even felt it or thought it and just wait know the that- answer. Wait
1: for the answer. And then and then once you get the answer, share it with us. We'll share it back on the show and say, you see, now try it. I mean, really, how hard is it to try them? If it's free. Financially, whatever it is, it's whatever, say, take it and then wait and watch and see for yourself. What the Lord can do. That's it, ain't about religion. Do you know religion is man's way of trying to prove it's whack? To God how religion good is whack. Are? No, no, listen to what I just said. Religion is man's way of trying to prove to God how good we are. Trying to Christi- box it in. Yep. Christianity and love, the love of Christ is all about what He did for us. Big difference. That's the difference between religion and Christianity. I don't like la- I hate religion. It's nothing but ritual. I want reality, baby. Bring me reality. Hey,
3: hey. And I know I know we're a bit big hip-hop fans, both of us. In the words of Common Says, love is love. Love is love, love. Period. Period. That's it. Thanks, love Big Daddy Pete.
1: Thank you. Love you guys. God, God bless you, Man, We'll see Monday. you next week. Let's go. And hey, William, chill out, man. Watch God work. You're in a love Let's you. go, baby. I
0: love that.
2: <laughs> Bye, Big Daddy P. Peace. You. See Peace. Love you too, bro. Skywalker, you know something, night owl. I mean, again, it's always good to have the CEO and Big Daddy P on the show each and every week. And I got to tell you right now, I was going to share something with you. As you notice here in the wonderful office of Luke Roberts, I got a lot of different wrestling memorabilia. I I have to give kudos here because I added three more pieces of memorabilia. And night owl, I'm just going to tell you right now, right here's one. And if you have mankind, you got to add dude love. And if you got to add dude love, you got to add Cactus Jack. I've got the three faces of Foley collection right behind me here. And again, I got to say a very big shout out of all people. I have to give a big shout out to my wife who found the majority of those and happened to find the third one. So kudos to my wife for helping me find those and add those to my Funko collection of professional wrestling. I had to add that in here tonight because those were, I would say, 99.9999 all on her to add to the collection. Wow, bro. Just want to add that heads up. And speaking of which, wait, we've already, we we're, say we're we're about ready for our second guest.
3: We are, we are. Now, I want to say this. Um, I got a couple of people in my inbox a little mad. Uh, GA was supposed to be on about 13 minutes ago, and mm-hmm. here's what I promise you: we will not shortcut those 13 minutes. If this requires for us to go over 13 minutes, as long as GA is available, we will give him that time because he deserves it. Uh, his last interview was probably our most popular international interview of all time. Now, mm-hmm. we've had the likes of Savio Vega, Million Dollar Man, ACH, and you know Damian, Damian Martinez before he was Damian Priest. We've had a lot of big guests on, but when it comes to our international base, when GA was on last time, we got such an outstanding amount of feedback because people are craving for the international flair that's why people are gravitating more towards wrestling in the uk that's why you know nxc uk for example for us here in the states is such a big deal now that's why new japan pro wrestling the g1 is such a big deal now because we love what we got going on here we love our nwa we love our wwe but we both know bro that wrestling only gets better when you expand outward from AAA to fml to everybody in between we love the international flair so again i apologize for the delay you know live radio (laughs) so to speak right uh we're gonna give you guys every single minute of those 15 minutes that we have not given to ga as long as he's willing to join us Uh, on that note skywalker you know what to do baby we got some business to handle and i don't think anybody better to do and
2: give this gentleman a proper introduction well, thank you again, Night Al. I mean, again, when you talk about the Wrestle Talk podcast and the fact that we always, our show says two hours, but it doesn't mean we're going to be two hours. We often go into overtime. And I'm going to tell you right now, when it comes to the world of professional wrestling, when it comes to the professional wrestling, uh, I, I would say one of the, the keynotes of professional wrestling, that being Canada. Uh, you have a man here who's going to be joining us. If I was going to have anybody go into overtime on the Top podcast and it wasn't a host of the show, I got to tell you right now, this man would be the one that I would want beside me. He is a man that has a wealth of knowledge. He's a wealth of information. He is knowledgeable. On wrestling all across the great country of Canada. And he's also very knowledgeable about the FML promotion. Again, backed by popular demand here on the Wrestle Talk podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead and hit the music for the one, the only GA Walk.
5: Hello, everyone.
2: Ga, how are you doing, my good friend? How is how is life up there in the wonderful world of Canada?
5: Very busy, very busy. Today was the kids going back to school day, but it doesn't matter. That uh, wrestling is coming this weekend for us. So, you, you, when guys are busy, you 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 get your stuff done, you know. Yeah, so. There's and, a. I. And by the way, just to tell you, I, I have the time. The kids are asleep, so don't worry.
2: <laughs> we got our time. Well, I'm gonna tell yeah, you right man. now, Thank GA. You. This is gonna be one of those. As the night owl said earlier on, this has been an interview that a lot of our. I don't want to say a lot. Of, I want to say is as he said, the most anticipated international return appearance. That's One true. The top podcast, and again, it speaks volumes about you. I mean, again, you are in the control center of all control centers. You know everything. You. Follow uh, I gotta, I gotta ask,
3: Ga, Ga, are you in the Matrix, bro?
2: My Matrix. <laughs> 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 you know
3: that 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 scene in the Matrix where he finally makes it to the 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 architect. And then there's all those screens. I'm like, GA is in the matrix. <laughs> he, he's there with the guy from Kentucky fried chicken. I was very excited when I saw your background. <laughs> very excited. <laughs> now, now Skywalker, I know how you love order and, and, and you, uh, you love to do things in a certain way. Instead of starting with general conversation and then moving on to the card, why don't we get right into the card, and then we'll have the general conversation as we go along. Are you guys okay with that? I'm down with that. Let's do that. I don't want to miss or shortcut any matches on this because this may be your biggest show ever, and it's coming up here in just a matter of days. So let's go ahead and bring this thing up on the screen. Uh, GA, you know what to do, baby. Talk us through it, and we'll ask you some questions, and then we'll move on.
5: No problem. All right, so we have VIP seating, so we have VIP matches. They're not dark matches. They're VIP because people that are front row are allowed to have two extra matches. You're having the full VIP experience, so let's talk about this. So this is a a great match to start off the event. We have two high flyers. We have two young kids that are hungry, that have things to prove. So we have Willow Clee. And we have Mikey Thunder. Mikey Thunder, who is a martial artist. He is somebody that is quick on his feet, and those feet are educated. So you got to watch out for them. Uh, so that was, that is our first VIP match. The second one is very interesting. So as you can see, these two are are really big, but you don't know how big. So Scream is a legend. He's... 20 years in quebec wrestling but most importantly in quebec hardcore wrestling
3: uh ga may i stop you i, I did yep. a little re i did a little research on scream and i don't know why when i saw him i got some pco vibes am i off there because that's kind of the energy i'm getting is that is that accurate uh well he
5: he isn't the same vibe what he has around his neck is actually a taped leather belt that he whips people with
3: <laughs> oh i like that yeah that's definitely bco vibes i dig it
5: <laughs> absolutely and he's gonna need it because his opponent mr bazooka he's six foot eight 450 pounds man
3: yeah mr bazooka looks like me when i have an eight all day and I'm standing in front of the buffet, the Chinese buffet here in Kansas City. That's kind of the same aggressive look that I have now. Talk to me about how big Mr. Pazuka is. Is he is he a heavier guy, a, a bigger guy? I'm guessing he's more about that power game, right? Yeah. Well, uh, yeah he he's a power game. Uh, he's six foot eight. He has the
5: height advantage. He's 450 pounds. He has the weight advantage. What he doesn't have is the experience. Scream has twenty years in this business. Mister Bazooka is in his first year. It's got a promising
3: future, that's for sure.
5: Absolutely. So let's come up to the main card. We got Benjamin Toll. Benjamin Toll, He's been. Uh, he, he's actually an international talent. He wrestled in Mexico. He's been a lot uh, at a lot of places. So he has a lot of experience. He's a ground and pound type of guy, but he can move. And his opponent, El Mosquito, this guy is phenomenal. This is a guy that I would be willing to put against anybody. You bring anybody you want, put him against Mosquito, and he's our opening match. So this is is a great card that we're going to have.
3: I, I got to ask you, the, GA, uh, go ahead, Skywalker, because I know we're both chomping at the bit here. Yeah.
2: Go ahead, buddy. What is here right now? I mean, again, first of all, the VIP matches themselves are going to be great because they're going to showcase the, the, the light heavyweights or the cruiserweights or the aerial wrestlers. And you have the, the, the power wrestlers. This match really intrigues me because just from, from what you said, GA, you have Benjamin Toll, world travel. Toll's a powerhouse. What, yeah, knows what's going on in the ring. Has a wide variety of styles. And then you bring El Mosquito, who I, I had the opportunity to see a little bit of footage on, the idea where you're going to have the, the typical power versus speed matchup. And i got to tell you right now, if you've not had a chance to see either of these men compete, you are going to be in for a treat on September 3rd because you're going to see two men bringing different styles to the ring, and you're going to see the answer. Who's going to win? power or speed
5: absolutely and just one point that's very important el mosquito was undefeated for three years
3: wow that's impressive hey shout out shout out to my uh latino brothers right there <laughs> i got it so
5: absolutely I'm very proud of that all right so this is an important match for both gentlemen so sergeant uh, sergeant lozon and matzis there are currently in the police academy right now, but Matsis is a rebel, he doesn't want to do anything about this. He lost the match, and that's why he is in the police academy. So, this is the end all be all match. It's a hardcore match, anything goes very important. And if Sir, uh, Sergeant Lausanne wins, Matsis has to stay in, but if Matsis wins, police
3: academy is done wow so so now Skywalker this isn't the first time that we see stipulations in a match that go outside of professional wrestling just this past week on WWE we saw the legendary Kurt Angle back in his hometown of Pittsburgh PA and if if the Street Profits would have lost that match Kurt Angle would have had to join the Alpha Academy. What do you think about matches like this? Because I think there's a very interesting dynamic when the results inside the ring can really affect people's uh, uh life outside of it.
2: Well, I gotta tell you, Night out this matchup here, not just with what happened Monday night, but what this here intrigues me because just something about Lausanne is is just it's just screaming that he is going to do everything he can. I mean, again, when you have a man here in the picture, this—I mean, he's pointing. It's almost, I feel like, he's pointing through the camera at you. He has that in, embodiment of what he believes. He believes, and there, there is no way of changing him. Uh, I'm gonna tell you here, Mathis has everything to gain from this matchup. He didn't want to be in the group. His freedom. Anymore. His freedom. Yeah, exactly. Yep. And as you look at it right here, I'm gonna tell you right now. Having the opportunities kind of weighing both of them, I'm gonna go out here on a little bit of a ledge here from the Midwestern United States. I'm gonna tell you right now, my gut feeling is this coming Saturday, when FML brings uh their, their event forward in Quebec, I think we're gonna see the best of Mathis that we've ever seen. Well, guess what? Yep. I'm going with the sergeant.
3: So how about that, Skywalker? You want to put a 12-pack of Mountain Dew on that? What's up, baby? <laughs> Let's go. Right now, I mean again, that's going to be one of those where Oh Luzon all
5: day. <laughs> and a very important uh, a very important piece of information everybody knows Jacques de Monti Rougeau right? Mm-hmm. Of course, I'm out. Well, he had this competition uh, called Wrestling Academy and Matsis, he didn't win it, but he was in the finals
3: last Sunday. Mm. That guy is pissed off. Can I can I switch? Am I allowed to switch yet? <laughs> <Can> I, <laughs> yep. All right, next of match. Course. What do you got first, GA? All right.
5: So this match, uh, you have a lot of hair, you have a lot of beard, you're gonna have a lot of violence. We can relate. Yeah, we can relate. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Not really, not really. <laughs> all right, so actually, something that was added to this match. Uh, there's a new uh, company in Montreal called Apex Wrestling. And they crowned their first champion. And it was the finals for it was Justin Turnbull against Flying Brian Pillman Jr. And Justin Turnbull is the first ever Apex Wrestling champion. He is defending that championship against the bulletproof beard, Alexander Cable. And uh, Alexander Cable, we had a hardcore tournament. On June 4th, he was in the final four. That guy ate hooks in his mouth, light tubes. He had to go through his tag team partner. GA GA, why is
3: this not the main event? Am I am I out of line here? I mean, I know we uh, haven't got through the whole This could be your main event. Why not? This these guys are incredible.
5: The whole show has main events all over the all card. That's a good point. Trust me, when you see the main event you'll see why it is okay I so got gotcha. this match is uh, this match is hard hitting Justin Turnbull's nickname is the
3: suicide Jesus you don't get called <laughs> that by playing uh, nicely uh, I love that I love that Skywalker any thoughts on this matchup man it's gonna be uh, hard hitting as hell I'm gonna I get
2: it first of all I'm gonna give props to FML from the idea where you're having other promotions in Quebec. In Canada, you in hear that United States, it's okay to cooperate with other promotions. It's all right, but the idea of bringing in other championships to be defended, and I'm going to tell you right now, both of these men bring a lot to the table. When you win a championship, and and Renee, you've had the opportunity. Ga, you've had the opportunity. When you win a championship, there's just something about being a champion that takes your game to the next level. But when you win a hardcore tournament, and again, I've had the opportunity to see things like uh, the Deep South Cup. Uh, I've had the opportunity to see Tournament of Death. I've seen things like King of the Death matches. I've seen those kinds of tournaments. you got to be a very tough athlete in order to be able to compete and be successful in those matches. And I'm going to tell you right now, it, it, I really get this feeling that this is going to be a bloodbath. These two men both want to be – the apex wrestling champion. And I'm going to tell you the fans are going to be in for a very tough, rough, brutal matchup this coming Saturday when the apex championship is on the line.
3: Absolutely. Ooh, love it. What do we got next?
5: All right. Well, this is, uh, by the way, this is our heart. It's a hardcore show. The rules are looser. We're letting people do more of what they want, but this match is, there's no way there's not gonna be any hardcore. It's a hardcore, it's a hardcore tag team extravaganza. We got sexy eddie, who's internationally known. He is that's the guy that drank his blood at CZW Tournament of Death. That we owe that guy so much. He's he teaming about that. with <laughs> absolutely we did so he's teaming with uh, Catherine Katherine von Gogh, they're known at Wicked Sex Press. And they're gonna face against uh, White Trash, Matt Cash, and Jesse Mac. My Hardcore Romance, great tag team name, by the way. Uh, blood, light tubes, whatever. Just show up. Just look. Once it's online,
2: check it out. It, it's it's a it's a can't miss. Well, 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 hold up here a second, GA. I know you're talking about the rules being a little more lax. Are you saying here that it's not out of the realm of possibility for these teams not only to have? The men take it to that kind of a little bit more of a violent hardcore level, but the ladies in this matchup could take it to a hardcore level as well.
5: Apart from Jesse Mack, who is right next to Matt cash, uh, both. Uh, well, every, uh, all four of them are known for hardcore. All of them.
1: Let's number go. one,
5: I love number that. two, number two, Catherine von Gogh and Matt cash were in our hardcore tournament. Uh, Kaf, uh, Ka- Catherine was in the first round. Matt Cash uh, went up against Akira, the Death Samurai Akira. When you
2: go toe-to-toe with the Death Samurai, you're, you're a tough SOB. Most definitely. Like I said, we're going to move on here to our next matchup here. GA, can you give us a little bit of information about this uh, matchup that we see here on the screen?
5: Absolutely. Let's just talk about COVID for two seconds. COVID has <laughs> brought a lot of people out of retirement. Volcano was one of them. Volcano was one of the most popular wrestlers. He was... You know when you have guys that are on their stride and everything's going great? He was that guy. And who was the other guy? Eddie Erdogan. These two know each other. They went to the same wrestling school. These two were can't-miss prospects. But both of them uh, retired for a couple of years. Eddie Redding since 2021 has been writing his wrongs. Volcano's coming back this Saturday, but Eddie Redding doesn't want to have a comeback be the reason why he's gonna lose the match. Eddie Redding has everything to prove. Volcano has the fans behind him. He has the unknown element of surprise because we don't know in what shape he is. We don't know. Did he train in the new martial arts? What has he bring? Uh, what does he have to bring? with his new attitude with his uh, cause it's been a couple of years. I think it's been four years since he has been retired. So the element of surprise is very dangerous in wrestling.
3: Well, it always absolutely is. And and that's why we love FML. You guys are always kind of mixing it up. And before we move on with the card, I did want to ask you this question, G.A. I see uh, the I thought Roberts was going to touch on this a little bit earlier where he was giving you guys credit. I think these graphics are absolutely phenomenal. I don't know who does your graphics and who does your promotional posters. Um, You guys are top tier some of the best that I've ever seen. And I'm comparing you guys to some of the elite out there, the big companies out there, not just your you know, mid-level to low-level um, wrestling promotion. So kudos to that. And then I also wanted to point out uh, your two sponsors that you have here on the poster. Do you want to take just a moment and give those guys a little bit of a shout-out?
5: Absolutely. Well, actually, this is a TV taping that we're doing. Uh, Frisson TV is a channel up here in Quebec so the hardcore tournament is uh, part of season number two. This is going to be part of season number two also, because I think it's every, I think it's every week that they're going to air a couple of matches. I think it's 30 minutes. Uh, we haven't, we haven't edited ever everything, but this is for television purposes. So guys show up, look at it, uh, uh, and La Boite is actually the place where we're gonna be. Uh, it's That's an your amazing.
3: It's your venue. That's our
5: venue. Nice. It's our venue. But uh, honestly, uh, they're more than they're more than sponsors. They're more than venue. They're they're family man. They are for a part of the FML family.
3: Love to hear that. And guess what, folks? We ain't done yet because GA, you got a little bit of tag team action going on. Why don't you bring us up to speed?
5: Absolutely. All right. So this one is personal. We have XS Jr. Who you've seen a long time ago in CZW fame. Of course. In 20 years. He's our first FML champion. He lost his championship in our uh, season final. He is teaming with his son. This is XS Jr. A 17-year-old prodigy. So they're known as for the glory. And... On the other side, you have Thomas Zboer, Mathieu Saint-Jacques. These guys hate each other. They truly despise one another. And what that does, I don't know if we're going to see a bloodbath. All I know is that we're going to see a lot of mayhem. I'm not sure this is going to be the end of it. I just think this is the beginning. Uh, Tabarnak the team is the Canadian tag team. The number one Canadian tag team for the last 10 years. AEW is coming to Toronto October 13th and 14th. And I hope to Lord that QT Marshall book TDT for that taping. They deserve it.
2: Well, I got to tell you right now here and, and going back into that last graphic here. I would be concerned. I mean, again, I've had the opportunity to do a little bit of research here. And, again, thank you to the Russell Talk Podcast media team for providing us some of this information as well as FML as well. I would be concerned. If you've got such a great tag team and you've got um, SS Junior here who, uh, as you say, is a prodigy, do you think that going into a match, a tag team matchup, I mean, granted, you've got the first ever uh, FML champion as your partner and your father's partner. But do you think he may have bitten off a little more than he can chew going against a team like TDT?
5: Well, the thing is that TDT, like I said, are the number one team in the Hall of Canada and have been for 10 years, so that's saying a lot. XS Jr. is a phenomenal high flyer. He's quick as lightning, man. So if you can catch him, that's you need Roberts, to catch Roberts, him. Robert,
3: you got to look at the name of the team for the glory these guys know what they're getting into and they know that the risk that they're taking going on going on and taking tdt on so when your name is floor of the glory you already know that you're going to have to put your neck on the line to achieve what you want to achieve i think they're well aware of the risk that they're taking here
5: Absolutely, but let's hope they survive because I don't know who's going to win. I just want everybody to survive this match. (laughs) (laughs)
3: You're like, I got a tag team division to book. All right. Well, without any further ado, ladies and gentlemen, the match that you guys have all been waiting for, and here's the beauty of this. I love how we can make these international connections. Skywalker, I think you'll recognize these two names
2: hmm. Most definitely two names that are very familiar in the world of professional wrestling, especially here in the States. You have the Death Samurai Akira versus Kobe Durst. G.A., I got I got to get your opinion here. Both these men are known all across North America for their ability inside the squared circle. Um, can you give us your insight? whoa! On whoa, this? whoa, whoa. hey, we're going to let G.A. do his thing. But Skywalker,
3: both of these men are members of the Wrestle Talk family. That's true, too. That's the big one. Both of these men have come on the show and vaunted by the Wrestle Talk family. GA, obviously, you got great taste because these are guys we brought on the show even before we knew that they were going to come up and work with you. So kudos to you. And and you know what? I retract my former statement about the main event. Now I fully understand why it was so difficult for you to decide what the main was going to be. You're talking about Akira. You're talking about Kobe. These two sons of bitches might burn the building down. I hope you know that. They may burn it down. <laughs> well, they, be- they better because you-
5: you're missing one important part. It's title for title. Akira Ooh. is the Canadian Deathmatch champion. He's our FML Ring of Terror champion. And Kobe Durst beat Excess at our season's final. It's title versus title.
3: Get your damn popcorn ready, Skywalker. Oh, most definitely. definitely.
2: This match is going to be one of those where if you've purchased a ticket, if you haven't purchased a ticket, if you've bought your ticket already, you are going to be in for a great night of professional wrestling. If you haven't bought your ticket, just kind of take a page from the night out. Why haven't you? This is going to be from top to bottom a great night of professional wrestling. It's going to be an opportunity to see some of the best wrestlers in Canada, some of the best wrestlers in the world competing under the FML banner and, and GA, first of all, I want to say thank you for bringing this information forward. Because I mean, again, FML has been lighting it up for years. They are one of the premier promotions, not just in Canada but throughout the country. And this yet again shows why FML is setting the example for professional wrestling. You guys
3: are setting the bar really high, GA. I hope you know that. I hope you know that.
2: That's the
5: point. Look, uh, we're a relatively new company. We're three years of existence, but with Canadian COVID, shut four times. So we've been reopened since May 7th. I came on the show at our first event of this year. You did. We have been doing so many shows. We we didn't take the summer off. We had five spot shows. And our calendar from now to December if I'm not mistaken, I believe we have over 12 shows.
3: Let's go, baby. We were talking about consistently earlier, or consistency earlier when we were talking about the FWWC. If you're serious about your
2: business, being able to do it on a regular basis, I think is a huge part of it. Am I wrong on that, Skywalker? I would agree with you. I mean, again, when you have professional wrestling companies like SNL, and I mean, there's a lot of promotions across the country. We talk about... Uh, don't try this from earlier on. WCWC, you talk about um, like say Dynamo Pro, Journey Pro, uh, XWE, Central States, Central States. I mean, I could go on and on and on with countless promotions throughout the country. When you love what you do and you're dedicated to what you do and bringing the best in professional wrestling to the wrestling fans, that shows each and every time you bring stuff to the ring, you bring matches to the ring, and like you said, GA. FML has consistently, I mean, again, the pandemic wreaked havoc on everything. But it seems like G, or sorry, the, the, the idea, of GA, of FML has really kind of taken off since May. I mean, you guys have hit the ground running. And, again, I have to give you your props because, again, 12 events coming in the last quarter of 2022. I mean, that's something to be very, very uh, impressed by. Oh, and the diversity of your card, bro. I mean, like, let, let's talk from promoter to promoter. Uh, from
3: from referee to, to ring announcer to to commentator you know what you're doing you got the big guys you got the Haas match you got the i mean like your mixture is pretty incredible and I know you mixed the women into the mix as well i know I know not we haven't ne- didn't necessarily go over a bunch of women's matches but you incorporated them into the, ha- the the hardcore tag team match so credit to you sir you are definitely hitting all your bases
5: kudos absolutely but it's a team effort i'm not the only one here our our, our our president oz eric oz McGough, if you will he's the main guy i'm the second guy uh helping him out but um before i forget we have another show uh in two weeks it's gonna be uh the 17th and the main event it's a Lego death match between Kat Von Goff <laughs> against Addie Starr. The ladies are doing the main Bro. event.
3: Oh, uh, I just saw the Lego spot on NWA seventy four. Uh, <laughs> it may take a few weeks before I'm ready for another one. Ga, but I'll I'll be there. I'll be checking you guys out. <laughs> That's incredible.
0: <dude>. You guys <gasps> must have so gonna-
3: much fun writing this stuff,
0: man.
2: You, you know something, guys? I just got to throw it out here. And, and again, Ga, you know, Nidal, you know. I've had the opportunity to see a couple Lego matches, and I, and I, I uh, Jack Gamble, had said something a long time ago. And he had a couple fans saying, "Oh, that's not a big deal." Like if you ever stepped on a Lego when you're when you're getting up in the middle of the night, and it basically is like permanently embedding in your foot, <laughs> that is a pain of a whole nother level. I
3: still think that should have been a fatality in Mortal Kombat. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, seriously, you just throw somebody through the Legos? That should have been the fatality. Maybe it's no. not too late. Yo, hit me up. Who, whoever's making the game now, holla at your boy. I got, I got ideas. <laughs> well,
5: I, I gotta talk about Lego matches because uh, we had a couple of Lego matches, not FML, but uh, around here, and I've seen the Millennium Falcon and Grogu get killed in both
3: uh, in both matches. So no love oh. for Star. Not the Falcon, man. <laughs> Skywalker looks like he's getting ready to die. He's going to cry, I should say, over there. Oh, my no. God. It's okay, bro. It, hey, Skywalker, they can be rebuilt, bro. It's okay.
2: That is true. That is true. <laughs> now, now GA, I want to go ahead and take just a minute here. I mean, again, we talked about a stack card. Uh, real quick here, before we move on to talking some general wrestling here, uh, we've got GA from the FML promotion in Quebec. Um, for those that would want to get tickets for this upcoming event – or the event in two weeks on the 17th, how would they go about getting tickets for this event? Absolutely. So
5: if you go on the, uh, well, actually at the bottom, you see fmllu.com right next to it. That's our website. So, V-A-L-D-E-S B-I-L-L-E-T-S dot com. Go there. All our events are there. All our upcoming events are there. Subscribe. When you subscribe, as soon as we add another event, you're getting an email. You're getting a pop-up. You're getting aware that you need to buy your next ticket.
3: And and, and Skywalker, I want to try something because last time GA was on, he was kind enough to help us with our French pronunciation. So GA, I have to admit, I have not practiced, but I want you to rate how I pronounce the name of the company, and then we'll give Skywalker a chance on the rebound, okay? So let me make sure I got this right. It is Federacion Montergene de Lute. That's pretty good. It's it's very Spanish uh, pronounced. I'm Latino. My, you bad. Hit... Oh, my, my bad about that. Oh, man. no, no,
5: no, no. Don't worry about it. But actually, you pronounced it correctly just with no, a Spanish accent. Don't say accent. It yet.
2: Don't say, it. don't say it. All right. All right. Skywalker, your turn. Uh, Federación Montiene Dilute. Lute. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, mamma mia. <laughs>
3: that was more Italian. <laughs> hey,
2: I tried. I mean, no, again, that
3: was good. good. So, okay. <laughs> G- GA, who did a better job? Come on, you gotta, you gotta tell us. Night
5: Owl is the correct pronunciation. Yeah, uh, let's just, go. I've been I, practicing I a little bit.
2: I, I can concede <laughs> on that one. I can, like I said, it's one of those where, uh, again, we're talking with GA Wall from the FML promotion. And guys, I'm gonna tell you right now, if you have an opportunity to be, if you're in the area of Quebec, and and I gotta ask you, Jay, this is a little bit of the of, of the geography. I mean, say like I like geography, I like history. Night Owl, can you bring that up just one more second here? Um, for those that are familiar with Quebec uh, and again, the, where the, the event's being held, uh, for those who are kind of wanting to know, where is that in relation to like major cities in the province of Quebec?
5: Well, it's right next to Montreal. So if you go from uh, Trudeau Airport, which is directly in Montreal, and you drive straight to the venue, you are looking at about 50 minutes. So you're okay. 50 minutes from the airport. You're 50 minutes from Montreal. It's easy peasy. Not put right. on a podcast, and there you go. Yo, you get
2: know your you passport, put on either, Skywalker. You know get you can put on the rest.
3: Passport.
2: You could put on your Russell Top podcast, or you could put on mm-hmm. the FML podcast, and make sure that you're up to date for all the great information. Getting prepared for this event Saturday night. Now, now, GA, we were talking about a couple of big things earlier on, and we're going to go ahead and talk general wrestling here for a minute before we go into the wrestle Top podcast game show challenge. Mm-hmm. Uh, and night out hopefully you can bring up the question here um we were talking earlier on this evening about the situation as we know the wwe is now kind of changing their format they're changing their labels and as we saw last night on monday night raw we saw seth rollins in the eyes of many kind of overstep in the line and i know you know what mm-hmm. we're talking about night i'll put the graphic up here earlier on so people could see exactly what was said on the live broadcast the question is, is the professional wrestling world, is the world ready for more of an uncensored wrestling product? I'm going to ask you, I know you're putting on a more of a hardcore style uh, event, a more relaxed rules this coming Saturday night, but do you feel that the world's ready for more of an uncensored or a, I, I say, in, increasing the age level in the world pro, pro wrestling?
5: Let's go with the ratings. They did 2.1 million over three hours. So, The stats are telling us, yes, they are, because they were barely doing 1.7. So that's one thing. Number two, wrestling, like everything else in life, is a wave. AEW has been proving for the last three years that adults, major adults, not elderly people, major adults, 18 to 34, 35, they want to be taken seriously seriously. They are ready to watch something that is more real life, more mature. And honestly, with Triple H taking the reins and trying new stuff. Well, it's not new stuff. It's like you said earlier today. It's the Attitude Era being tested in 2022. And I sincerely believe that they're ready. Because the kids that have been looking at John Cena when they were 10, well they're old now they're they they're older they are they are past 18 they they're, can yeah, drink they're now. now
3: they're 20 now mm-hmm. 21 yep
5: so I, like i i truly believe we are ready and people are ready for it and it's been uh, it's been two three shows it's been three monday night raw that the the ratings are proving that people are tuning in not just curiosity but they are staying locked in the show, including what we thought was a problem, the third hour.
2: Okay. I, I can agree with everything that you said there, G.A. Owl. I know you've got a couple other questions, pro wrestling related, that you want to throw out here to our guest, G.A. Wass. So I'm going to go ahead and throw it back over to you. I,
3: I do. I actually want to talk about uh, something that is near and dear to my heart, and that is pro wrestling with women or women's pro wrestling. We have two kind of high spots topics that we, get a, we didn't get a chance to talk about earlier. So we're going to hit on these here briefly uh, with G.A. And the first one concerns the brand new Raw Women's Tag Team Champion. Uh, uh, was it uh, Raquel Rodriguez and Aaliyah. Uh mm-hmm. G.A., Skywalker, what do you guys think? Is this going to give this division? Is this going to give the Women's Revolution the boost that it needs? Or do you guys see these two women as kind of a temporary patch until they can give these titles to somebody uh, of more prominence? I'm curious.
5: Well, actually, let's talk about something that happened during the podcast. Drop and uh, Nikki Ash showed up at NXT to defy the tag team champions there. Ooh.
3: So I don't... Mm-hmm. Spoiler so, alert! Uh,
5: Spoiler alert, but for the talk, we need to talk about it. Yes. So, both divisions are being taken care of. So, that's a very important part. Number two, it was almost written in the stars that uh, that I.O. Sky and Dakota, they were going to win the titles. But, they want unpredictability. So, you go with Raquel and Aaliyah, and you surprise the heck out of everybody. Now... Is this going to be a long reign? I don't know. All I want is that the division is taken care of. It's put in value. And that we have different matches. Because having the same two teams wrestle 13 weeks straight, like we've seen. New
3: Day versus Usos. New Day versus Mm -hmm. Usos, match number Mm -hmm. 712. Thank you. Exactly. Exactly. All right, Skywalker, I'm throwing to you. You want you can touch on that last topic because we do need to get to the game show <laughs> challenge. But I also want you to answer this question as well. We saw St. Louis's very own Santana Garrett reported to have
2: been hired as a part of the WWE Performance Center. How are you feeling about that? Well, first of all, now as it stands, the idea of the Women's Championship, the common denominator is Raquel Rodriguez. The idea of where... In the case of what's there, I think that we could see a long-term reign of the two of them because Raquel Rodriguez brings the power, Aaliyah brings the speed. I think right now when you look at that, that is a great team. Now, going to the other question, and I'm going to show a little bit of, uh, I I dare say, a lack of impartiality. Santana Garrett getting hired by the Performance Center. About time. time. The woman has been... All around the world, she's held championships all over the place. And I gotta tell you right now, adding her to the roster. I mean, when you've got people like Sarah, uh Sarah Amato, Sarah Del Rey, and others there at the at the performance center, that's all that's gonna do is increase the level of women's wrestling. And I gotta say, kudos to the WWE for hiring Santana Garrett to be at the performance center. A lot of these younger women who are gonna come into professional wrestling. I remember. Santana's very early matches. I'm going to tell you right now as it stands, it's going to be a great thing for the WWE. No question about it. On that note, Skywalker, it is
3: about that time. We've only got a couple of minutes left in tonight's show. We have given you your 13 minutes and then some. With GA, we promised it. We We went over the whole card with FML. And once again, we're getting an outstanding amount of feedback, not just on the Facebook live feed, but also on YouTube and Twitter and all of our other platforms and we want especially thank everybody who's checking us out on the replay via Vlog Talk or iTunes or, or Spotify or wherever may you may find us, including Google Podcasts. On that note, I do believe it is time for things to get a little fierce around here, Skywalker. There's a game show challenge coming up, and from what I understand, the Night Owl gets to go one-on-one with
2: the man himself, G.A. That is true, but I want to make sure, G.A., I know last time you were here... You were ready to rock and roll with this. Are you ready to take on the night out here tonight? Absolutely. Let's bring it on. Let's do All it. All right. Let's go ahead and hit that music for tonight's episode <clears throat> of the World Famous Russell Talk Podcast Game Show Challenge. Let's go ahead and hit it. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome once again to this week's installment of the world-famous WrestleTalk Podcast Game Show Challenge. Tonight is the rematch scheduled for a best two out of three falls between the WrestleTalk Podcast on the Night Owl, Renee Martinez, and the voice of FML of Quebec, G.A.Y. Now, gentlemen, in a few minutes, I'm going to give you information about three professional wrestlers revolving around a particular topic. When you think you know the answer, go ahead and shout out your answer. First one to win two out of three balls will be tonight's winner. Tonight's category is Canadian wrestling history. I'm going to give you information about. That that doesn't skew towards our guest (laughs) at all. Well, hold up, Night Out. I'm going to give you information about three professional wrestlers who hail from Canada that are on present. Day rosters okay, I can live with that. All right, gentlemen, here we go with question number one. This individual has spent time in the WWE, Chris Jericho. No, correct, he was known for being a number in the WWE, but in AEW, perfect 10. Perfect. As the come chairman. On, man. Name come on, man. Sean Spears. Come on, baby. That's easy. Perfect 10. First of all, goes to the night owl. Sean uh, Spears is correct. Let's go. Gentlemen, are you ready for question number two? Yes, sir. All right. Question number two. This individual has been seen in the WWE, Impact Wrestling, ECW, and AEW. After competing in the WWE, most people see him regularly alongside Kenny Omega. Name him. Don Callis. Don Callis. Don Callis is correct. G.A. getting the oh, second fall. Oh, so close, bro. It is now one so fall good. apiece. It's now time for that all-important third fall to determine who's going to win tonight's installment of the WrestleTop Podcast Game Show Challenge. Gentlemen, are you ready? Yippers. Let's go, baby. All righty. Here we go with the final question. This individual has spent the majority of their professional wrestling career in the WWE. They recently made history by winning the WWE Women's Tag Team Championship Alongside Raquel Rodriguez Name her Uh, um, It's Aaliyah It's gotta be Aaliyah Ladies and gentlemen The rematch has concluded And tonight's winner Is The Night Owl Renee Martinez Two falls to one The correct answer was Aaliyah and Night Owl, I know you want to have your music, so let's go ahead and hit the victory music for you. Never drew a dime. Not a dime. Not a dime. Never drew a dime. Not a dime. Not a dime. Are you guys serious right now?
3: Not a dime. Wow. Not a dime. <laughs> oh, that's disrespectful.
4: DJ, got
1: it. Hey, hey. Yeah. One to one
3: GA, you are welcome back anytime for the finale, the rubber match, the one that decides it all. Man, I am looking forward to the opportunity to face you once again. Great match tonight, man! Great match, absolutely
2: <laughs> love it. Skywalker, what'd you think? how do we do? Well, I can tell you right now, tonight's Wrestle Talk Podcast Game Show Challenge was great. I can tell you right now, also the idea of learning more yet again about the upcoming event for FML. Uh, G.A. I've got to say right now, you are the man with the knowledge. You're the man that brings us all the great information from the wonderful province of Canada. And I'm going to tell you right now, we are going to have you back on the program soon because we've got the event of the third. We've got things of the 17th. We're going to talk to you about those events later on this year to make sure that fans are aware of it. And I'm going to tell you if my wife has her way, I'm going to be making my way up towards the Quebec area in the upcoming months. And that's one of my goals is to be able to catch some international wrestling. Raise your I hand
3: if to. you have your passport already.
2: You have your passport already, Skywalker? I'm in the process of getting one right you now. You don't yes, have sir. it. You don't have it. You're lying. <laughs> You're lying. <laughs> hey, I'm in the process. You're lying.
3: <laughs> got well, it. You know what we got for you? <laughs> got it. <laughs> All right, anyway. All right, listen, GA Skywalker, another amazing interview. Sir, any final thoughts that you want to share with the listeners of the WrestleTalk Talk Podcast before we let you get out of here? Uh well, actually, FML,
5: uh, we are restarting. This is our we didn't really take a break, but this is our season opener, and we're having a whole but like I said, 12 until December. And um I do believe I'm going to be back with some major news that Americans are going to be extremely interested in.
3: Well, we already are because you got Akira, you got Kobe Durst, and you got a hell of a lineup coming up for this Saturday, bro. You already got us intrigued. I hope you know that.
5: Oh, absolutely. But uh, there's some news that I can't talk about that uh, are going to have more than just people of this podcast talking. And trust me. Talk good, talk bad. Just talk about it.
2: Yeah. Right. Skywalker? Mm-hmm. Well, I got to tell you right now, GA, again, it's always a pleasure to have you on the program. And like I said, when you can relay that information, I it is, it is our sincere hope that you can come right back here to the Russell Talk Podcast and make sure that we can be one of those to carry all that great FML information. And again, thank you for coming on the program tonight. We look forward to seeing you in the future. And again, we're very much eagerly anticipating what's going to happen this Saturday night when FML returns to in-ring action.
5: Absolutely, guys. And by the way, get your passport ready, because when I'm dropping this news, you're going to come.
2: Let's go, baby. All right. It's going to be it's a, a real trip to see FML live. GA, thank you for being on the program tonight. And Like I said, we look forward to having you on again real soon.
5: Absolutely. Take care, guys.
2: Good night, brother. All right, well night owls, we see right there, FML. Don't try this. The snippets of truth, the FW. Hey, we did 43
3: minutes. We did 43 minutes with GA, so we actually gave the people about 10 extra minutes. Even though we kind of shortcut them on the front end, but it's live radio. We're having great conversation. We had DeWan, we had Big Daddy P. We we went with Jeff Manning for about forty minutes. I mean, it's hard to control, guys. The show's supposed to be a two hour show, but what are we supposed to do? Cut these guys off when we're we're right in the middle of a great
2: conversation? We're not going to do that to you. We owe you more than that here on the Wrestle Talk podcast. That is true, night, Alan. You know something else that we were talking about before, and I want you to go ahead and, and I'm going to give you some time now to make sure we got <laughs> that taken care of. Go ahead and throw up that flyer. I want I want people to see what's going to be taking place later on. the The Russell Talk podcast has been growing, and it's because of great viewers and great sponsors and all that. But I want you to throw up that graphic right Wait, here. That's not the graphic we need. Is needed. that not it? Is That's that not that the it? one we need? Well,
3: <laughs> no, one know, is, it, is it here. this one? Is it that no, one? <laughs> not that one. I'm know, sorry. Here. That's the one. That's the one. say On September
2: 26th through 28th, the Cauliflower Alley Club bringing the 56th annual Cauliflower Alley Club reunion at the Plaza Hotel and Casino. If you want to purchase your tickets, they're still available. I know for a fact there's a lot of people that are going to be at this event. When you sit here, you have Conan, you have Kevin Sullivan, Wildfire, Tommy Rich, JBL, the Jarrett family, the Rock and Roll Express, uh, Jacqueline, Madison Miles, Jerry the King Lawler, and of course you're going to have... Jimmy Hart is going to be the host of the Tuesday night with the Memphis Mafia. Wednesday night, you're going to have Medusa and our good friend John Arezzi. They're going to be there. You're going to have a great opportunity to learn a lot about professional wrestling, meet the people who have. By made- the way,
3: uh, Ricky Morton versus Homicide was the most underrated match of NWA 74 weekend. So it'll be great to see Ricky Morton again.
2: And it's going to be one of those where, I mean, again, you've got a lot of great wrestling. Evan Sullivan, former wrestle talk guest, will be there as well. Mm-hmm. And you got Conan as well. Billy Silverman, I mean, from top to bottom, it's going to be a great You know Barbara Goodish followed me on Facebook today? That's awesome. And like I said, give you an idea too, and I'm going to throw this out here because we're going to have an event. That following weekend, less than three days later, SICW will have an event at the Belleclerc Fairgrounds, and they've already signed from the from the Midnight Express, the original Midnight Express. Loverboy Dennis Condrey is going to be in the house. They're going to have the Faces of Fear Haku and the Barbarian are going to be in the house. And, of course – Speak of people if, that I never want to get chopped by. Uh, I, 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 I'm I scared to death of both of those men. not going to do it. I'm, I'm going to be honest. They are two of the toughest men we've ever seen in professional wrestling. And, of course, if that wasn't enough – they just announced earlier, uh, or late last week, early this week, Psycho Sid Vicious is going to be in the house as well. I mean, again, it's going to be a great night of professional wrestling. And Night Owl, I'm going to tell you, this is one of the things, for those that are few in the uh, program, make sure to keep up on social media because not only are we going to have an episode that week, but you're also going to have the opportunity to get little, um, I don't want to say teaser, but you're going to get little updates. Oh, oh, no, they're going to get
3: front row access. They're going to get VIP exclusive uh, um, uh, peaks into the CAC. Something that you have to buy a flight, take an Uber, rent a hotel, pay for food, pay for the ticket, pay for the membership. We of the Wrestle Talk podcast are going to give you a sneak peek about what it's all about. But here's the thing that's hurting my feelings. After two hours and 35 minutes, you forgot to share the most important news of all. And that news is this, Skywalker, the Night Owl is the newest member of the Cauliflower Alley Club. Ladies and gentlemen, I officially have my membership to the most prestigious club in professional wrestling. I am a member, and you're going to see Skywalker hold it here now. When you get that thing in the mail... That's right. When you get that thing in the mail, you know that you're somebody important. I basically got that thing in my inbox, and I immediately was like... Excuse me. Give me my damn respect. I'm taking this business seriously. And if you're any, if you're even this serious about the professional wrestling world, you are a member of the CAC because it's not about what's happening now or and it's not about what's happening in the future. As many people will tell you, it's about how we got here and paying homage to those that slay the groundwork for us to be able to do this the John Arezis of the world, the Kenny Bolins of the world, the Jim Cornets of the world that allow us to do what we do here on the Wrestle Talk Podcast every week. The Skywalker, I don't know what else to say. Episode 409 has been a damn smash hit, okay? We've got mm-hmm. some merch to give away, courtesy of Jeff Manning. Don't forget that.
2: And FML is absolutely on fire. We're, we may be in Canada before the end of the year. That is true. And like I said, we do have one more group. Besides all the great viewers that have put in their comments, we also need to go over those great sponsors. Oh, yeah. to go through them they are they are just as important Royal Mills Transportation with the CEO Duan Mills you have Rathbun engraving home all those wonderful Russell Top podcast mugs if you want more information on those make it a point to. oh by the way let me add little
3: Popeye designs we're going to be adding that we do have now a uh what do we call those um uh um uh, the coffee cups help me out here tumblers We have Mm -hmm. tumblers now that you can also have your name engraved on courtesy of Little Popeye Designs. I'm hoping by next week we'll have that on the uh, ticker there because they deserve to
2: be on there as well. All right. Well, now let's go ahead and go back. We talked about Royal Mills Transportation. Again, if you're in the KC area and you need transportation, contact Royal Mills Transportation. They are one of the best companies in all of the KC area. Make sure to check them out. You also have Rathbun engraving, as we talked about, all those great mugs. Again, you can purchase them for $20. Make sure to send a shout out to Russell Talk Podcast. You can get your information on getting one of those great Russell Talk Podcast mugs. We also have Nobleman's Barber Lounge in Kansas City. Ask for Pete the Barber, I gotta tell you, I've heard great things. Uh, I wasn't able when I was in Kansas City last time to go see him. I need to make sure to get there before CAC to have a definitely cool dude. Barbecue and a great haircut. You gotta That's get true. it done. King Cade Arcade at the Oak Park Mall and Retrocade. Also, everything combat with Hall of Famer UFC All Famer Pat Militich and Jeffrey Wilson J Hollywood joining us here tonight. Interstate seventy sports media with the Maestro Jeremy Carp and also the FWWC Night Owl. I'm going to tell you right now, we're getting closer. I'm 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 not going to fib to the viewers here. I am getting so excited for the upcoming episodes. Next week is four ten, but I'm getting excited because you think about it Thursday is September 1st. Also, FWC Tonight. This that is true. 30 7.30, 730 right here on, on, on social media. But on Thursday, we're in September. And we're going to be days away from the Cauliflower Alley. We've had a lot of great guests. Herb Simmons, who uh, is a part of the executive board now of the, of the CAC. Brian Blair, Vance Nevada. I mean, I could go on for another 17 and a half minutes and talking about that. But I'm going to tell you right now, if you want to experience pro wrestling, you need to make it a point to check out the CAC reunion in Las Vegas later in the month. But also you need to support your local professional wrestling organizations that bring wrestling to you each and every week. And also one last thing we want to say to continue supporting the Top Podcast because without you, this program does not go as smoothly as it is. Night Owl. We're two hours and 43 minutes in. We've taken care of everything I think we need to take care of this week. I'm going to go ahead and add my new pops to the collection. And I'm going to tell you right now, if you want to hear about more about professional wrestling, check out FWC tonight, this Thursday at 7.30. And check out the Wrestle Talk podcast next Tuesday night, 7 p.m., right here on social media. Night Alf. I think we've covered it all. Anything else? Yeah. The only thing I would say is
3: you can definitely check us out on social media, but our preferred method of communication, all platforms, all of our podcasts, all of our shows, uh, all of our archived uh, press releases, uh, information about the FWWC, information about the upcoming events is always available to you guys 24-7 over at WrestleTalkPodcast.com, which is managed and curated by the fine folks at Painter's Dream Production. On that note, guys, I am the Night Owl. He is the Skywalker Luke Roberts. We will see you again very, very soon, right here at the world's premier professional wrestling podcast. Am I? Is it? Am I? Am I? Am I reaching here? We have the I best guests, the best content. The quality of production continues to improve. And guess what? Don't nobody got more heart for this than the thirty-year vet. And the youngster, the, the, the grizzled young vet, the night owl, and Sunny Money, Jeremy Carp, Big Sexy, Road Dog, the Hardcore Hoss, the Wrestle Talk family. I mean, and nobody's touching us right now. On that note, guys, have a great night and thank you for supporting us on 409. We'll catch you guys next week. Peace.